Hello and... <laughs> Hello and welcome to Funny Business, a podcast for free thinkers. I'm your host, Robbie Hicks. And I'm Lockie Bradford. I don't even know if we were doing it like this, but uh, was, I meant to, was I meant to chime in there? You probably weren't, to, weren't meant to laugh at me while I was <laughs> well, the introduction. You had the big croak straight up, mate. You just got a frog in your throat. What's going on? Hey, special episode today is our 100th episode. Congratulations, Rob. There's no balloons or streamers or anything like that. We just go about our business as per usual, don't we, mate? Just no celebrations, just no nothing. N- not even raise the bat? No, uh, we'll raise the cap. We'll raise the bat. I'm sure we'll do something uh, this week on the socials and we'll uh, we'll probably go a bit overboard if we're being honest. I mean, we love celebrating the little wins and we know how important it is to keep that train rolling, keep that fire burning. That's it. So uh, today's episode is going to be a bit of a special one. We've got a few guests split out uh, throughout, the episode, uh, throughout this episode, but what we're going to do is take you back on a trip down memory lane and uh, go through a bit of the batch of episodes that we've dropped so far this year for 2021. So uh, our latest pod, going back yesterday, the man, Chris Judd. Yeah, Chris Judd, what an absolute weapon. As soon as we posted that little teaser on Instagram the night before, it just the post went bananas. I just Because we recorded it, it, that was one of the pods, um, just a bit of insight behind the scenes into the podcast straight away. Um, he was one that we recorded like about a month ago and like normally we wait like max like a week, two weeks probably. So for that, I totally just forgot about it, put it up there and everyone was booming with excitement and loved the podcast six. So I was, I was wrapped with that. That was like a little win for us and the chat and his insight into Chris Judd, he's a unique cat, isn't he? He's a, he's a beast. He's a weapon. He's, he's the man. I just, I just can't believe we got to talk to Juddy. You know, I think he's, he's doing really interesting things now and, uh, I don't know, really reinventing himself post sport. Um, but talking about keeping that same sort of trend of the sporting, we had Jordan, before him was Jordy Smith, world world sewer surfer, world championship tour surfer from South Africa, twenty twenty one Olympian at Tokyo Games, could come home with the gold, Fingers and uh, co founder of Heaps Normal, one of our favourite favourite partners and friends of the show. Well, our only partner of the friends in the show at, at, at this moment. But uh, yeah, no, we love the dudes at Heaps Normal. And thanks for the hookup, uh, Andy, Pete and Ben for that one. Geordie Smith, he's a legend, man. Um, the one thing, like normally when we speak to guests and, you know, we ask about like, do you mentor, do you help people and stuff? They normally, you know, help this, help that, whatever. He was probably the first one that just said, nah, you know what? I'm not fucking helping my competition. I'm, a, I'm on a hunt for a world title. And I love that. It's just a refreshing sort of, it was like a shock thing for me because normally you just hear the same sort of stuff. But I liked his perspective and I feel like I need to probably take a bit more of that on board myself. I really, yeah, I, I agree. That was the biggest thing that stood out for me was one, his just his hunger and his drive. He's so competitive and that's coming from a couple of blokes who are very competitive ourselves. But um, yeah, he was he was unreal. After that, we had uh, Mitch Galbraith from Ocean Alley. and uh, We saw them. We saw them. We saw them at Urban Surf, uh, rock, rock the Casbah there at, for the Love Festival. We were watching the waves and watching them play. And to go backstage and to feel like a bit of a rock star was, was good, wasn't it? Well, listen, they, they play sex rock. and yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you were pretty happy. You were just you were looking at... We were, and we were hanging back a little bit and just watching the waves and just watching the event unfold. And to see what goes into an event, I think, from a from a business point of view and to chat with Naz and Tyler and watch the band and see what yeah what goes behind the scenes of... So Tyler's from The Source. Tyler, yeah, Tyler, Tyler, yeah, from The Source, who looks after all the creative for them guys. So just it feels like a big... Like Geordie was saying in his pod, like a big media sort of circus, like a, a like the circus, I suppose. There's a lot of people that go into making a show like that real and it's... Uh, They've got a good story. And Naz Daddy, he's the man. Like Big respect, big big story there. So if you're a fan of music, dig back into that podcast. That was a good one. Uh, keeping on the music bandwagon, uh, Michelle Grace Hunter. 
I love Michelle Grace Hunter. Definition of a hustler. She is. And I, I remember we were kicking each other under the table pretty much the whole episode, weren't we? She's um everything she's doing, like she's doing stuff on Twitch. We love Twitch, we love Hamish on Twitch, she's doing things for us. Um but yeah, she's just she's in this plane in the same sort of world and I love the way she operates, the way she built a, a sort of second had a second wind at, at thirty one. I think she started the photography sort of stuff. So I think that's inspiring for a lot of people that you're never too old. You can keep pushing to your limits, and I think she's going to do this for a long time. Uh, moving on, Nicole Liu. Uh, kin Fertility, I really, really like Nicole. She was so switched on, so smart, solving a big problem for a lot of couples out there who are trying to um, have a baby and, and find credible information and the right, I guess, experience to, to connect the dots for people who it's an issue that a lot of people struggle with. So what she's doing there at uh, Kin Fertility is, is pretty impressive and I, I, I really like meet Nicole. Oh, no, touche. Couldn't have said that any any better. Eddie Vedder. Um, Nat Simmons was a, before that. She's a legend, eh? Had a lot of people from LinkedIn reach out to me actually through the messages saying how much they enjoyed our chat with Nat. She's... Um, profit, for, profit for purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barefoot citizens. They're doing some good things. Um, her story and her journey into what she does now is super inspiring. So that, I think that's... Um, your mum actually sent us a message and said... New favourite, so sorry, Yasmin Pool, you've been knocked off. Yeah, um, that's true, Mum did. Yeah, there you go, did, Nat. Didn't uh, you? You, you've you've entered the you've got the crown, which is something that Yaz has held on to now for nearly six months, nine months. Yeah, she's had it for a while. So congratulations. Um, before her, Christy Jenkins. There was part another one of kicking off during International Women's Week. Um, pretty cool that we we turned that around and, and did something for that drop drop pods with some amazing women doing incredible things that week um christy jenkins was definitely one of those oh to to get to the highest level and represent your country at three different sports and i think it's just inspiring in, in itself like she started from the bottom if not before the bottom because she's starting things like later in her journey i suppose than a lot of the juniors so to for her to to get that coach and i think the big insight there was the process on how she gets to the top at all these different sports. So uh, if you're interested in mindset shifting and, and all that positive shit, go check out Christy Jenkins' episode. She's a weapon. She's going to teach you that backflip too. Yeah, if only. I'm, I don't know about... I don't you're know not happy do, with that, are you? You don't well, want to be a paraplegic. I don't do want to do a knee for, for content and then... <laughs> you know, we won't even shoot it, man. We'll yeah, no. a few practice runs before. Yeah. All right, Poppy Reed. Oh, I'll tell you. We caught up with Poppy and Luke. Luke Gerges from um, CEO Brag Media and... Uh, Poppy Reed, we met we met him in the city last week for a for a coffee. Got to actually see him in person. They come down from Sydney, not to, uh, not, not just not to see us, to see us <laughs> to have a coffee with we, us. We, we specifically drove down to Melbourne to see them, <laughs> yeah. and uh, they're just amazing people. And her, like Poppy's episode, there was people who just I think we really really understood and just got each other. And the, what she's they're doing weapon, there is man. she's yeah she's an impressive impressive human. Oh, definitely go back and give that one a listen. That's probably in my top. Top, whatever. I'm, top, I, shouldn't top. Say, I shouldn't say shit like it's that. It's very early to be throwing out favorites. Oh, I know, but only, fuck, I love Poppy Reed. She's very cool. Yeah, Poppy was cool. All right, mo- moving on. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, moving All right. on. Uh, Slush Puppy. Um, what, what more can we say? You know, it's 150K followers or stream, streamers on Twitch. Followers on Twitch. Um, <laughs> really cool. If you want to know a bit more about that, that episode, we also had our, our man, um, Hamish Moore, there as a guest on, on the podcast. So... Uh, big shout out to Mishy in, in the world of Twitch. Um, yeah, he's interesting, very interesting cat. Don't know if he's he, he's uh, sh- should be out out in public all the time, but I'll give you the hot tip. He's he's an interesting cat. He's building a good community there. He's anyway, playing some funny games. Moving on, Botsy, bots, bots, baby. 
Oh, Jack mate, Botts. yeah, he's a nice dude, man. He's a nice dude. Oh, obviously, we've we've connected through Dan and Jaden and the legends at Unified. So um, when we met Jack, we actually went to the Northgate Social Club to hang out and watch him play. And Robbie almost cried. There was almost a tear in his eye. There was a lot of dudes on dates who I don't reckon have heard of Jack Botts before. And I think they were all converted by the end of it. They had the girls on the on the shoulders. Robbie was crying. It was a it was a good event. He's got the voice of an angel, so he's also coming to the Torquay Hotel, and I can't wait to see him again live. He'll be the first person that I think I've ever seen twice. Really? I think so. And I'm, I'll probably get a Jackbots tattoo now, I reckon. Oh, I like that. Want maybe one of his songs, Polaroid. Singer-songwriter, acoustic yeah. guitar. He's got yeah. the voice of an angel, so get around him. Uh, moving to the OG, the podcast game, Dill Buckley. Yeah, we're lucky enough to have Big Bad Dill Buckley on the pod uh, to hear the story of how he built Dylan Friends. I mean... You know, if you're a fan of AFL, you've definitely heard of Dylan Friends podcast before, and some of the interviews and, and stuff like that. That uh, and some of the guests that he's had on has been pretty inspiring for us. We've looked at his podcast and saw what he's been able to do and create. So to have him on was uh, was very cool. He's a nice dude, and I can't wait to see what he uh, gets up to in the future. Yeah, big props, big shout out to Dill um, doing like Lock mentioned, amazing things, just incredible to see what you've been able to do out put out there, mate. It's, um, inspiring. Uh, the girls from My Glow. Yeah. Katie and Olivia. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to stuff up the names. No, nah. nah, never, mate. Katie and Olivia. Yeah, uh, what a treat. TikTok. Yeah, well, that was good for us because we know fucking nothing about TikTok and to sort of pick their brain and hear how they sort of... They had the process to go viral a little bit, yeah. didn't they? They had the secret sauce. They've got a bit of the secret They do sauce. have the secret sauce, and I, I kind of want to know. So I kind of want them to do it for me, though. If you wanna, you know? Yeah, I don't want to do it. So I don't want to do it, but I want them to do if it. If you want to go and see the, uh, the secret sauce for TikTok, go and check out episode number 88. But uh, 87 is uh, Batco. Don't, don't say the numbers, because we don't know if they're... Oh, anyway. Big, big, <laughs> big Michael Batco, CEO of Startmate. Startmate seems like a bit of a cult in the startup space for people trying to... Sounds um, like. Is. Oh, but that, there's some amazing people coming out of their programs and some really, really amazing businesses. So um, to get to talk to Big Batco and hear... Charles Manson himself, huh? He's the one who stirs the cordial, mate. He is, he's, he's our age, man. He's a cool he's dude. He's a smart dude, smart isn't he? Smart as. Oh. oh, so he's so oh. smart. So if you, want to, if you want to understand a bit more about Startmate and the programs for accelerators, if you've got an idea and you want to get off the ground, maybe the Smartmate, uh, Smartmate, Startmate programs are for you. So <laughs> Slide into his dams slide, and let the yeah, shit out of him. That's Do it. it. Nat, no, they're moving on. Oh. But Mr. Barney Cools himself. Yeah. Nat Torman. Well, I thought, I thought Barney Cools, the brand, was an actual dude named Barney Cools. So I was like, when we, when the founder of Barney Cools, Nat Torman. And to hear his story, he was different. Um, you know, a lot of the people we talk to, you know, they've come up with an idea, build it from the ground up sort of thing and um, do it that way. But this one was different. I mean, he made friends with uh, the founders of... Um, I'm going blank now. Xanarobe. Xanarobe, yeah. At, uh, at, when he was working as a barista and, um, you know, forged that relationship there, went and worked with them and then, um, you know, formed the spin-off Barney Cools, which is fucking epic. I had no idea about that story. I didn't know that was the story. And, uh, and we just been, ruined it so you don't have to listen to the podcast. No, now. no, but seriously, it's really, really worth listening to because we talk about building a community, building a brand, um, what it goes into launching a business. It's really an interesting take. So... It's a different way of starting things, but there's a lot of people listening who might not always be bootstrapping an idea from the ground. So it's a it's a really interesting take, and I, I really really like, and I love their stuff too. We yeah. love their stuff. Love their we stuff. Wear their shit all the time. Yeah, big fan. Um, all right, I tell you who else I am a big fan of. Hamish McLaughlin could be the nicest dude on the planet. I mean, for a dude of his like stature and just the, the aura about him, and for him to just flick me texties every now and then, oh, it's just it's weird. I just feel like he's unusually very very nice he's 
the ni- possibly the nicest dude we've ever had on. What do you yeah. reckon? Oh, he's oh, he was very he's very good at his job. And very good. How much prep work goes into calling a game on Friday? I was um, had no fucking clue. I didn't really understand. Maybe I just didn't give enough credit where credit's due. I uh, but it, no wonder he is as good as he is and does what he does because he's an impressive, impressive person. And yeah, just can't believe he gave us the time of day to sit oh. and give us some. And he, he he literally gave us the time of day. There's lots of times when he comes on, he was so present yeah. and had an, yeah. a genuine heart-to-heart conversation with us. It was just, it was good. Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's I don't know. Is he part of the Illuminati or something? He's got something going on that other people don't. There's a bit of presence about We're him. Talking about Illuminati. Uh, Who's next? Oh, Nick, Nick Crocker. Nick Crocker. Oh, he'll be on the $100 bill soon, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we got some. Should we do this special announcement? Oh, fuck it. Show? Drop it. Yeah, drop it. Hey, so unfortunately, as you guys know, we've already mentioned, Yasm Pool is an apology. Um, she's in Canberra trying to change the world, so she won't be able to attend our live show. But we have a very special guest, and it is part of the Illuminati, mm. Nick Crocker. Yeah, we got Nick Crocker on. We can't believe it. Um... Panel, what a lineup. Alex Zachariah, um, Erica Gerrard, Nick Crocker, going to be an absolute belt of a night, 170 Russell, 12th of May. Be there or be square. Oh, and I just can't wait for him to drop some of the knowledge he dropped in the podcast live on the stage because some of his processes and things that he does to, to get where he is is very different, isn't it? That's it. And talking he, about doing things a bit different. Marcus Crook, he's an absolute weapon, isn't he? He's an interesting cat. He's got a sick beard, sick mullet. And he's doing some cool things at Homie Clothing. Um, he, was, got, he was exciting, wasn't he? Their brand. Homie is just, oh, I really, I, I love everything they stand for. They're doing amazing work. And uh, I just, like we said when we listened to the pod, if you haven't gone around and grabbed some of the Homie merch that goes to an amazing cause. Um, do go, yourself a favour. Do yourself a favour and think a bit outside yourself and go grab one. Hey, they just dropped a collaboration too with Champion. So uh, go suss out their Instagram now because there's some sick stuff, honestly. Bridget Husswait, uh, Triple J. Yeah, what an honour to have uh, Bridge on. She's um, iconic Australian radio announcer, Triple J, good nights. Um, yeah, with Bridget Husswait. What an awesome podcast. Um, she just released a book uh, right before right before our chat or yeah, right how after. How to Endo. Yeah, How to Endo. So yeah, she's um, I've been keeping up to date on Instagram with her and she's just been smashing it. Everyone's posting about it. Loving her sick, so congrats on all the awareness she's been able to raise through uh, the book and all the stuff she's doing on Endogram, on her Instagram. She's an amazing person and inspiring woman. That's it. And for, for us, um, learning about endometriosis is something that we didn't think we would probably get to do. And starting this podcast and um, hearing Bridget's story about how she ended up um, doing what she does now at Triple J and why she's so passionate about what she does outside of it. It was She was an uh, inspiring person and... Talking about inspiring people, we were lucky enough to have your old school teacher and now well-being and player development manager at Geelong Football Club, Mark Worthington. Yeah, no, he's a he's a cool cat, isn't he? It's just funny how life comes full circle. I mean, we're down here in Torquay now, and he is the, the self-proclaimed king of the coast, isn't he? Uh, he has a bit of head wobble about old Wervo, but to be serious, he is doing some absolutely amazing things at the Geelong Cats. Um, when we, When he was actually a teacher at school, he was doing some work with some AFL players even back then. So he's got a deep passion for the game and he can help a lot of people because I know how much he helped me. So to see it impact uh, AFL players on that level, not just me, just goes to show how amazing he is at what he does. And we look forward to hopefully working with him in the future because he is a really, really cool dude and someone who we want to be around all the time, I think. I just like his philosophies on life and 
in that in the professional sports world, athletes can just be churned and burned and out the door pretty quickly. So to hear about some of the strategies and processes he's putting in place there at what I believe is one of the best sporting clubs in Australia, Geelong Footy Club, not just because I'm on their bandwagon, just because of their... They, they, they pull people, they develop people, they've they've got a really good culture that's existed for a long time down there, and I think it's uh, something that Wertho goes a long way into. Yeah, good call, good call. Next up, we have Stan Bicknell, Stan the Man. Uh, we came across Stan's work through Tammy. Now she's playing in a band with him, or they were jamming, and they released a video on Instagram. But anyway, Stanley Bicknell, good-looking rooster, isn't he? Uh, the perfect amount of stubble, I reckon. Probably our best-looking guest. What do you reckon? Drum extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah, he's just he belts them. Go check him out on Instagram. He's got a nice big community on there, 160k strong. Another Kiwi too. Another Kiwi, yeah. Loving the Kiwis. He's a nice dude. Loves his shit. Um, he's drum for some awesome bands, Echo Vandal. I'm gonna I'll forget everyone else. Uh, he it was back. He told actually the story about Shapeshifter being a backup for their tour when he didn't actually even play. But the process and how he um, he's ready to go, up for bro. That, he's ready to go. Off its fucking head. Yeah. If you like Dave Goggins and people like that, you'll like this episode. All right, the man himself, Tim Duggan. Oh, uh, when he's when he's not exploring Australia, what's he doing? He's chatting to us, huh? Uh, he loves it. Yeah, oh, oh, Tim Duggan, he's a nice dude, huh? I'm pretty envious of his life at the moment. Yeah, he's built Junkie Media. Um, he's an editor at Very Large, isn't yeah, he? Editor huh? at Very Large, and he's uh, author of Cult Status, another book on the way too. So yeah, it, seriously, he is. There's a few chats that we've had around building community, understanding how the digital media game works. Just getting deep into how to communicate to people to build your tribe and find your audience and community. He is this good, episode is unreal. Good for entrepreneurs and founders and not even just media heads, you know. Hundred percent. If you want to understand how the world works with the internet, you go listen to Tim's episode because he pretty much says it. Hundred percent. All right. Now the 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 first person with the Michael Dublé. Yeah, had the double up. The double up. Our our. Business, good friend and, and business partner, Tammy Martin. Yeah, number seven now. She's the only one to get the old double up. So um, oh, we had to just get her on. We started a business with her. We, we talk to her every day. She's our best friend. Like, what the fuck? Why <laughs> Bad not? business too. And I yeah. say that she wasn't happy with the first episode. When we get to talk about that one, it was, um, <laughs> yeah. she was a bit drunk, you know? Yeah, but uh, hey, if we get enough love and get enough uh, likes, we'll, we'll drop the edited bits from that first episode. There's a few we, things. We got, bit, we got a bit hammered and opinionated. Yeah. It was good. Nothing better. Nothing better. Love Tammy. Big shout out. Hey. This is a story that has been told that's coming up soon is um, yeah. Big Matty Allen. He actually, we did this one in person. He came down to Torquay. With his wife, uh, April. With his wife, April, and uh, parked the Tesla in the driveway. And Had on Winston going, boo, nanas. It was and 40 it was, degrees. Yeah. The power cut out. We had no air conditioning at my house. Had to jump around in locks, and it was... He was sweating bullets and we were sweating bullets <laughs> and we just did our best to stay composed. But um, yeah. big shout out to Maddie. We've kept in touch since the pod and just um, doing big things with Tractor Ventures. He's got a, his hands in a lot of pies and he's just a, a good person. That you, if you're a founder or you're interested in starting or building a business, he, he's, he's someone that you want in your corner. Oh, I like that. Couldn't have said that any better. All right. One of our favourites. I'll probably, yeah, probably one of my, oh, top. Come on, quick. Dan Nascimento, Naz Daddy. Um, what can we say? This guy manages us. He's um unified artist manager, looks after Ocean Alley, Jack Botts, and the Funny Business Podcast, and doesn't this fucker like movies, huh? He loves, he loves movies. I know, he loves film. <laughs> he loves film, no movies, film. He loves film. He loves the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, <laughs> we, we love Naz. Oh, he's just been 
I, I feel very lucky and grateful that this man has entered our life. So if you haven't gone back and you want to hear a bit more about um, the dude that's playing a big influence in our life and his story and um, how he helped Ocean Alley through, I don't know. Everything. Yeah. Everything. It's he, He's a really, really... He's, he's an incredible dude. Oh, his story is unfucking real I feel like he's going to get his own show on Channel 9 or something soon, I reckon. Naz time, I reckon. Just go oh. through some movies. Another one we did in person, uh, Bundy. Yeah, Alan, Alan Christensen. Christensen. Yeah, your old mate. You played footy with him back in the day, didn't you? I think I, I, probably against. Oh, probably. Yeah, that's right. Against, I yeah, think. Yeah, against. I assume I would have had a few kicks. And... Well, you played opposite ends of the ground, wouldn't you? And both don't tackle. He doesn't do much defensive pressure. He says he, he can try he can say all he wants. I know he'll probably be listening, but if he can try and say all he wants, I know he doesn't do any defensive oh. pressure. But he's got another pod addicted to addicted to the game. Yeah. Um he's moved down to Tassie, enjoying himself down there. Big shout out to Bundy. Um really nice cat in there. Big shout out to him. Big stuff um he's doing with the podcast with his brothers and his friends and go check out at the game addicted to the game podcast on Instagram. We can share we'll share that shit too. Radio, another one close to home. Yeah, big bad Ross Simons. How are you, brother? Uh, he is a legend, isn't he? He's just we spoke to a real life dinosaur. I feel good. We behaved. We got the, we got the brush out and we brushed him off. <laughs> Tell us some old stories, Ross. He's like discovered him in the dirt, huh? <laughs> oh, mate, he's like gold, isn't he? Huh? Oh. He had some stories, didn't he? Growing up in Frankston and the way how he's built his fucking gaming empire. Unreal, and I he can't believe he created technology, didn't he? Yeah, pretty much. He is the internet. We spoke. <laughs> we spoke with the human internet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about you? Seriously, that episode you turned up, and I remember when we we went out for coffee with Ross. Uh, I don't know, just I think it was a few weeks ago, and yeah, we're friends. We're friends. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're friends with Ross. Anyway. Um, and you wore the fucking hoodie, that fucking blanket thing yeah, well, for the episode. And he was looking at you going, I don't know if I should have really said yes and done you as a favor by jumping on, but we do appreciate it, Ross. And um, big shout out to the news that you've had and the, like the, since that episode launched, you guys, Big Ant was acquired. Um, Is he the richest man in Australia now? Huh? He's banging on the door, isn't he? Oh, he's, huh? doing, he's doing big huh? things. And we kicked off the year with the last one, uh, Big Dicky Fafita, Big Richard Fafita. <laughs> hey, I'm still looking at you, Big Dicky Fafita. If you want that fight, it's still on. Hey, come uh, down. Borders whatever, charity, are whatever charity you want, uh, put the helmet on. <laughs> borders are open now, Dicky Fafita. It's on. <laughs> Bradford versus Fafita. Hey, he's in construction technology, huh? Two yeah, he, booming industries. Yeah, he would belt the fuck out of you too. Yeah, he'd probably slap me with his big fat wallet, huh? <laughs> Huh? Uh, he's killing it via via digital. Yeah, Is they're doing. They're, they're, I made that up. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, they're doing. They're doing some amazing things. So get, that's how we started off our year. So um, <laughs> we've kicked off all the episodes. It's a bit of a spiel. We're going to give you guys a bit of a break from listening to us by uh, doing cutting you to another re- pre-recorded segment of us <laughs> talking. So hey, listen to uh, us talk to Emmentals, most important people in our life. who have been there for us since we kicked off this pod. So it's um, our wife and girlfriend. That's it. So enjoy. <laughs> Oh, shit. Hey, we're live. We're welcoming two very, very special guests to the show today. Emily Hicks and Talia Hook. Welcome. Thanks, Welcome guys, to the show. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Seriously, this has been uh, a full-on year since we launched the pod. 100 episodes, 11 months. You guys have copped the brunt of... Um, everything. Everything. So yeah. thank you for being very, very supportive and I hope we haven't been too bad have we tales nah not at all we've been good it's exciting hang on that's the first time you've <laughs> hang on that's not what you were saying before oh yeah you think you tell she's lying come on come on yeah yep on a friday arvo i get home from work you know really tired and the boys are out in the dining area 
deciding to record so I have to lock myself in the room and you know we have a guest over because you guys had planned to um record at your house and you went out of power so it was, it was a 40 degree day so we had a guest last minute come over to our place our dog's a little bit of a psycho not sure if you, if you know that but um he went to attack the guest Hang on, so. no, I don't know about getting to attack he, he, he barked at him okay, he looked at he him. barked he barked yeah all right, so I had to take him out on a 40-degree day, took him for a walk, drove around for an hour until we could come home, and yeah, but otherwise, it's, it's been all right. <laughs> that's just one instance. Yeah, that's just one That's just one point in our argument. Uh, I think we've got it together now. I think. <laughs> what about you, Em? How many times have you said, who are you messaging? Are you still talking to Locke? <laughs> Every waking hour of the day. And you're not times. talking to me. <laughs> yeah. What about the story about when um, you come and told us off about being on my phone too much? Because... <laughs> You walked down the hallway and I was in the bathroom. Oh, you weren't just, you were having a shower. I walked past, you had the door open and I had to double back because I couldn't believe what I saw. And you were literally, had the shower running on you with your hand out, with your phone, looking at it. I'm like, this is too much. <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to put your phone down for a shower. Well, who, what were you doing? Messaging you. <laughs> Hang on. It wasn't a FaceTime, I know that for sure. <laughs> Well, it's hard. We've got lots of things. We things are deadlines, man, you know. We message all yeah. day, every day, and it's... Yeah. Sometimes on Saturdays when we just don't talk because we just know, don't we? Just leave us alone. Just both. leave us alone. Leave I know you're alone. doing something, but it's just it's good. What, what has been the most challenging thing about having us start the pod for you guys? The most challenging thing? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's it hasn't been challenging for us. We've just sort of sat back and watched you guys do it. You put yeah. in a lot of hard work and a lot of hours and I just, exciting yeah, thing. Yeah, it's exciting. It, it is, it, and lots of things are happening. It's just sometimes it, you know, I guess sometimes it can feel a little bit overwhelming because you just sort of, you know, want to get everything going and whatnot. And yeah, it takes patience, but you guys are killing it. So very exciting for us well, i feel like some of the things that you've you've been very nice to us there but some of the things like 7 a.m recording sessions and i walk in the door here and tiles are still in bed and first thing she sees and she wakes up is me or the last thing we're doing is em and i sitting on the couch and sorry em i've got to go record a few intros and outros oh but i thought we were spending the night together hey you know? he'd do anything to get out of the mask singer i'll tell you the real story <laughs> I'll tell you the real story. Tal's like, why are you always editing late? Because Rob doesn't want to watch The Masked Singer. And, and he goes, let's just plan the intros and outros at 7.45. I like three, show, three episodes. Tell the truth because this is like... No, no, no. no. It, I do watch a lot of trashy TV though. So. What's the... Is it The Real Housewives of... Oh, yeah. That's what... I was just watching that before. So I'm keen to get back and interrupt it there. <laughs> well, this episode is about us. So let's... Uh, Let's ask you guys, what was the episode that stood out for you the most and why? Tiles, I know you've got one you can kick us off. Yeah, my favourite would have to be Erica Gerrard from Fluff. I think, um, yeah, she's doing some really amazing things and I literally could have just kept listening to her. So kudos kudos to her. Um, she has a gentle voice. She does. It's very, very soothing. <laughs> um, but no, she would have to be my favourite and um, obviously you know, a few of the guys that we do know that have done some good things as well what about you emac i think i love liz watson um i loved hearing about what she does for all her prep and her netball games and reflection stuff but i also love tam and norelle and kathy were a big highlight too They're they were there. so funny <laughs> um and i'm looking forward to listening to geordie smith yes haven't listened yet 
It was a good one. We're gonna be friends. Yeah. Well, I think we're friends now. So I tell it. I'm telling everyone we're I friends. You said it after every episode. <laughs> you you, you shouldn't know this bloke. Definitely mates now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in the inner circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we had MySpace, they'd be in our top friends. Uh, and I, I, I used to have a top forty-eight. You know, and well, I went to top four. You are the man of the people, huh? No, no, no. But day. it was a, oh, it was a big thing. I'm glad they don't do it anymore. I reckon that it caused like hectic fights. Now. How often did you change your music on your MySpace? Every day, or not every day, every couple of days, I reckon. Yeah. And remember when you? I reckon you, you, you girls definitely would have done the um, the bulletin boards Q and A a bit about me, huh? Oh, bullshit, Em, you would have done that. That's right in your generation. You, you never done it. You never done a. You never done a Q and A on the. Oh fuck off! You, you don't remember. Oh, I just remember top friends and. And all the coding, yeah. all the coding for the background. You're like, we're all IT experts. Hey, actually, we probably did learn some shit. A couple of coders. HTML yeah. and you and <laughs> is in your extended network, wasn't it? That was the thing. But yeah, don't you remember the Q&A stuff where no. you, you could add, like colour hair, where you, where you grew up, favourite... No, you never done that? I don't think I don't so. I not remember that either. Maybe it was well, just... Maybe it was you. I'm, I'm well, telling like, you right Michael's now. Michael's deep into MySpace. Anyway, m- moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Tiles, this is your opportunity live on air to throw uh, Locke under the bus. For those who are listening at home, what are some of his most annoying habits? There's a few. And we've got all the time in the world, so... I think at the top of the list, it's a bit of a random one, but when you have cereal or your famous noodles (laughs) and you don't know how to drain them and then put the noodle and the extra stuff in the bin and you just put it all in the sink and it's just sitting in the... Like that... That grinds my gears. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> Do you notice every time? Oh no, no, I don't notice. You've never said anything up until oh, now. Okay. Now I feel a bit. Yeah, geez. All right. Anything else? Like what little things like that? What else? Probably all the hairs in the sink, but I feel like that's a pretty common oh, one for men. Oh my god! Surely. Every time I clean the bathroom sink, Robbie decides <laughs> that's the perfect time to have a shower. It makes you want to do it. It's nice and clean. It's so annoying. That's your. That's the most annoying thing. What if you shave it anyway? The little dead possum on his chest, huh? Well, then you go to the the um, guest bathroom as well and swap it over. If I've cleaned ours, you'll go there and. I just want a clean bathroom. So I need to yeah check it a little bit more. So is there anything else and nothing else that annoys you about Locke? Everything else is all. That's pretty good so far. Yeah, you're not too. You're pretty. You're pretty good. Oh, no, this is on recording too. I'm I like that. It's that. nice. What about you, Emac? Surely, there's. I, I can rattle off a few, but I'm sure you've got oh, a few yeah, what too. Is it that you hate? He gulps. Oh, sometimes <laughs> in the recording pool for me, I'm, I'm just gonna say like we'll, we'll be listening, and I almost want to turn the mic off because like we're just listening, and all of a sudden we get a, a gurgle, and I can see his eyes just like Rick and Morty and like a cartoon, and he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him through the camera and the in the zoom, and I'm going. This guy just I can have a my lantern or something, man. Huh? Gurgler. Huh? But other than that, it, there's oh, there's some more. But what else do you what do you think? Um, the beard hairs really gets to me in the sink. That's it's not great. Um, I don't know about habits. I like that you go on blank. It's great. I don't really Confed- yeah, I don't like it when you go to um when we go to bed and you don't have socks on, you put my feet on me. Because you've got gross feet. <laughs> oh, he does have gross feet. Yeah. But apart from that, I love you. It's good. Oh, it's nice. Oh, oh it's all love you. So you're looked after. I feel like. Well, you're a grot, mate. Put, <laughs> just put your noodles away. I, I, looking back now, it is pretty grot because it's hard to get the 
hard noodle off the pot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've learnt my lesson. It's all good. All right, last question. Um, dream guest. If they could, you could have us, you could be anyone or I don't know what the question is. What am I asking? Dream guest. <laughs> Who would you like us to have on the pod? Uh, Emac, start with you. Um, I think you should get Zoe Foster Blake. Why? Because she's an author. She's got her own skincare line. She was a journalist. She's just, she's got a great business mind and she's also just really funny and down to earth. Yeah, she'd be amazing. Yeah, I think she'd be good. She's on the list. Because you use her skincare, don't you, Rob? You love go-to. I have go-to. And you always use my face oil, my hero face. I only use fluff face oil. No, you... Oh, where's God? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's still waiting on freebies, aren't he? Uh, <laughs> he just uses the freebies. Tiles, what about you? <laughs> um, mine would be Brittany Saunders. Um, I used to watch her like, years ago on YouTube. She was um, an influencer and now she runs four successful businesses. So I think she'd be a really good one to get on. Oh, trust me, I hear about this all the time. I hear about what she's doing all the time. And it is quite impressive, though. She's got a team behind it. She would be, she'd be a good one to get. Cool. Let's put her on the list. Let's put her on the list. Let's, let's put them two suggestions straight on the top of the list, I reckon, and get in the good books early. And oh, Well, anything, any suggestions that come from either of you two or automatically go to the top you of the list. That. You know that. You know that, Yeah. We, we love listening to feedback, especially from you two, you know? <laughs> you should get? Who? Morgan Mitchell. Morgan Mitchell. Yeah. I'd like to talk to Morgan Mitchell. Yeah, she'd be she's a good one. Fast. She's fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you do, Morgan? I'm faster. Huh? <laughs> she's a runner, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you both so much for jumping on and having a chat. Um, I know it wasn't exactly what you wanted to do, but you've done a fantastic job. Mm. Thanks for getting outside your comfort zones and making us laugh. And, and being, you weren't that hard on us. It was good. We love you. Well done. Thanks, guys. Love you good both. Job. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. That was Evan Tiles, two very important people in our life throwing us under a bus. They were very nice to us, though. That's good. We ticked that box. That's all done. And uh, we're we in the good books. Box. We're, hey, we're, hey. We were until you said tick that box. <laughs> hey, we're in the good books now for the year, I reckon. Rightio. We're moving on. We're going to take you through the next batch of guests, kicking off with Mina Nada from Zumo. Mina Nada. Sharp what? name, sharp haircut, sharp human. He was oh. impressive, wasn't he? Zumo e-bikes. You hadn't checked them out yet. They're doing... They're pretty much... Uh, Light electric vehicles taking over the world, um, onwards and upwards, big things. Kevin Baum, big bad Kevin Baum from AgroWeb. Um, he, was, he was an interesting one. Oh, I didn't know too much about uh, agriculture tech or anything like that. So to listen to him and hear his story, he blew my mind a little bit. And from then, I see, I feel like I'm a lot smarter because a lot of people have been hitting me up about agriculture tech and I just go hey <laughs> I know Kevin Baum so big and they Kev- go well, what about AgroWeb I go listen to the episode mate. Kevin 07 yeah he's had them vibes didn't he hey, but they're they're, uh, they're doing big 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 things I just huge things huge things things huge huge he's measuring, <laughs> he's measuring puddles and shit you know what I mean well, like that's when you know you're onto a winner alright a uh, couple of people <laughs> we met over in Southern California oh. uh, it was like talking to ourselves if we were Sisters in California. California. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Amy and Jen, Jen Hood from uh, Hoodspur Design. 
They're working on Disney and shit. Disney, have you seen the latest is, Instagram post? Yeah, they're doing way. Oh, they're doing some sick shit. Oh, compar- comparing them to the yeah, we're not really the same. Let's we're be not a, in the. We fucking... wish we wish we were at their level. We're not. They did. They done a movie for. Um, they did the font and the visuals for Luca. I think it's a movie called Luca, some cartoon or something for Walt feel, Disney. Feel free to raise your voice up a little bit. We <laughs> are recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but hey, uh, just in case you, we didn't know the answers, <laughs> Locke's gonna whisper them to you. Well, go check out. Go anyway, check out. we're recording this. This is actually coming out. You, when you're listening to it, we've recorded it on the Sunday. So we, we are yeah. enjoying ourselves and going through our guests and having a bit of a good time and talking about a good time. Jake Ross. Jake I don't think he knows. Ross. He doesn't know what a bad time is. I don't know. Nah, he loves a good time, big Jakey Ross. and He's in Bali competing with birds with... Uh... <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> his artwork's unreal. Um, Jake the Snake from, from Torquay. From down this way, just yeah. waiting for him to come back so he can... He can reclaim the crown, huh? I'm ready to go for a surf. He's talking about, oh, I need to improve my surfing and... Too busy this. painting Angerstone half-pipe. Well, oh, he's... Just how about getting in the water, huh? <laughs> huh? Ross versus Hicks, I can see it. Winky Pop. That's his home break, mate. Hey, I reckon he's got you covered. He'll have a cover You're a pretender, sure. huh? <laughs> Robbie Hicks from Essendon. That's what they're <laughs> going to say over the loudspeaker. Anyway, um, Trad Nathan. How good was how good was his episode? We literally just said, "Hey, Trad, tell us a story," and he just went, and he, didn't he? And he, he told went. us a story, all right. He told us the fucking story, and he's had an interesting life, hasn't he? Um, go check out uh, Crowbar Sydney on Instagram and go support them. They're trying to raise some cash um, to keep that that going. Uh, he's built an awesome community there, so uh, go check it out. He's he's a legend. He's um, he's in a few big bands back in the day. Told Am- us some tour stories. Amity Affliction. Amity Affliction uh, built to spill wines. It's his latest thing that's got going on. Doing some yeah. collaborations and. I'm, I'm ready for the funny... What did you call? Uh, you're Don't... driving me crazy, Sangiovese. Oh. Funny, funny business wine. I'm... Tell us that's not a thing. It's a thing. Trad, if you're listening, I know you are. Let's uh, let's talk. Alexis Fernandez. Oh, another, that's a high-ranking episode, that one. You know why, I reckon? People love her. They love her. And they. I think they like that we spoke about drugs. It was the first time we spoke about drugs on the podcast. I got told off by mum and dad. Did you? Yeah, don't talk about it. But it was the... Anyway, their the episode... rating. Yeah, but I think it was because Alexis is amazing and she's got I know, a podcast was, I that does was, really, really well. And I think it was a double I, blow. Yeah. She, she had no she had neuroscience background. It was yeah. good. It was like, really, it's all the stuff like, all the stuff I probably watched on, on YouTube, like Joe Rogan sort of stuff. So it was good to chat about different topics. That's it. Andy Miller, Heaps Normal, co-founder of Heaps Normal. We've had a few of them on the pod. Uh, we had Geordie, um, we've had Andy and... At the end of this batch, we're going to inject a little bit of life and hear from one of the other co-founders, Peter Brennan. Uh, what they're doing there, we're, we're pumped and stoked to be part of Team Heaps Normal. Uh, they're just, what, what a, there's seriously not much really else to say. We're just, we're just so stoked. And he, we're excited to share with our chat with Peter, one of the other co-founders, in about, I don't know, 15 minutes? Yeah, something like that. Wait, wait for the ad break? Wait for the ad break. It's a good ad break. He's honestly a smart dude, isn't he, Peter Brennan? And so is Andy Miller, by the way. They're a good dream team, I reckon. Dream Who's team. got the best beard, you reckon, out of them two? They'd be, make a good tag team, WWE wrestlers, I reckon. I reckon um, Pete would be pretty good at branding that. I reckon. He'd come out, I remember William Regal. He used nah, to come I'm not, out. I'm not, not as big a wrestling nuffy as you the are. Kane. Hey, talking about... No one's going to say talking about wrestling nothings. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about interesting people doing interesting things, which he, we weren't talking about. He, he might he might be into wrestling, Alex. I reckon he... We'll he, text him, ask him. Yeah, I reckon. Alex Zachariah, um, co-founder of Linktree, Australia's fastest growing startup, tech startup. Yeah. They've just gone through an incredible raise, taking, the, taking their 
company global and tackling the big key players in the world and we've got him coming to our live show we um excited to pick his brain and mm. just share some words of wisdom his chat was unreal and their story and everything about we just we love linktree you've been a big fan of linktree even before we had alex on the podcast honestly i've never heard someone talk about a piece of technology as much as you you did about them so to pick his brain and get to know him and share a couple of basic babes in Torquay and have him at our live show, I'm fucking pumped. Oh, I could talk about Alex all day. Babe. Well, we can't because we have to move on. <laughs> yeah. Ursula Carlson. Yeah. Moving on to Ursula Carlson. Yeah, she's um, she was a fun, she was a fun guest, wasn't she? I just couldn't believe we got her on. I can't. We slid into the DMs and she was like, "Funny business is my favourite podcast." I said, "I have to come on." I was like, "Yeah, done." Is that what she said? Nah, but it sounded oh, good though. Didn't I was. How come I didn't know? I don't know. I would have told you that. But she's a hustler. The way she got out there and made her comedy career start and her background, I didn't really, I didn't realize that was what she did pre comedy. So that chat and how good down story, to earth she yeah. was really, really interesting. Yeah. Talking about good stories. Yeah. Who? You, you go. Bryony Cole. Let's talk about sex, baby. She was, uh, she was a weapon, wasn't she? We had a few requests for Bryony, so we thought we definitely need to to have a chat and get her on. She's friends with Erica Gerards. I think Jules hung hand. She was um she recommended her as well. So we we're like we definitely need to to get her on and have a chat. And she blew her mind. Some of the stories. Her talking podcast about, is sick too. We're talking about sex robots and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to start a podcast talk about sex and yeah. robots and technology. And she's doing a lot for that community though. Like like to be to be serious for a minute. Like there's a lot of um good things that she's building and being a part of with her school. Like some of the projects working with disabilities and and stuff like that. Like they're changing uh, the industry in that sense. So. She's definitely someone you should check out if you're into technology and you're into sex. <laughs> good sell. Good sell. All right, Miranda Campbell, Bell's Hot Chicken. The queen of fried chicken. Oh. She's going to hate that. It's stuck now, too. Oh, I can't. Sorry. Uh, Locke called her the queen of fried chicken, and I don't think she really appreciated that. Cause she, anyway, her, her chat was amazing. If you haven't heard of Bell's Hot Chicken, um, you're an you've, idiot. Been, you've been living under a rock. Yeah, it's the best chicken uh, in the world. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, if, <laughs> that was a good chat. Thanks, Dan Remy, for hooking that up. Yeah, Miranda, we've we, we love, love you. you. We yeah. can't wait to come in, uh, have a natural wine, and chomp down some chicken. That's it. Hey, big jo- big Johnny McLean. <laughs> oh, the bad boy at Bundaberg, isn't he? Huh? Bad boy at Bundaberg. <laughs> that would have been a way better title. Oh no, I oh, know. Yeah, well, he what's he doing? We got to hear about <laughs> an Aussie icon, Bundaberg drinks. So. Surely you've had a Bundaberg ginger beer or a, a sarsaparilla or one of their... A sars. A sars. I, I do like a sars. Kicking it old school. And I, I was hearing, um, getting to talk to John and hearing the story of Bundaberg and how they've kept it in the family and what they've been able to grow out and tackle all over the world. And I guess the direction of the company that they've taken since he he took the reins. So I like Big Johnny Boy. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I hope he runs for Prime Minister one day. I'll get behind him, huh? Yeah, you'd like that. Free sars for everyone. Free sauce for everyone. Oh. Shake that sauce. Shake that sauce. I've already got their next ad. Oh, hey, Tessa Carroll up next. She's a weapon. We love Tessa Carroll. We've um, we actually stayed in contact with her. Oh well, we've we've um went through the Common Good Company for our merch. So our t-shirts are. Uh, I was going to say made by Tessa. I don't know if she makes it. It's on the sewing machine, but uh, she gets it done for us, and we love her work at the Common Good Company. Her and Benny are doing some wonderful things. So. Benny's uh, birthday last week too, so happy uh, birthday, Benny. What is he, 42, 43? <laughs> oh, he's not going to like He's not going to like hey, that. I'm, no. I'm wearing one of their beanies at the moment, a new product that's... Uh, oh, you're an influencer now. Entering, okay, give him the seller. Entering 10, the market. 10%, 10% so off. 
Uh, it's not ten percent. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> no, no, just, just getting code. But I'll give you the hot tip. We love the common good. Tessa and Ben there doing amazing things. And uh, hearing Tessa's story, what she's doing with AC official. Yeah, she's got fucking cactus leather handbags. Like, yeah. go check that out. No spikes. No spikes. Well, maybe a few prickles. Uh, but they're good for the world. They're you know? good for the world. They're good for the world. Talking about people who are good for the world. Oh, Matt Bowman, make more of them, please. He's a good dude, isn't he? Yeah, I like Matt Bowman. Oh, Matt Bowman, he's. I feel like he's got an alter ego, the old Bowman. He's just he, he loves it, doesn't he? He's a smart dude. If I'm, if I'm ready for an, a night out with Bowman. Oh, I reckon, yeah, it'd be good fun. But some of the uh, knowledge that he dropped and the way he is as a person, I feel like Link, LinkedIn couldn't have had anyone better to spruik up their brand. He's the old, number one ultimate hype man. What do you reckon? He's a good hype with, man. With a sick haircut. Fast haircut. Fast haircut. He can run fast with that haircut. He can run fast with that haircut. Are you just going to copy everything? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking, hey, <laughs> say something for yourself. You know? this is what I, for those listening, this is what we're going to have to deal with. This is 100 episodes of dealing with this. Just the echo chamber, right? Huh? Oh. Oh, so you, you're going well. Who's up next? <laughs> Who's up? You, do, the, do you be, do it. Huh? What? <laughs> Jesus. Andy Walsh. Yeah, Andy Walsh. He's, hey, speaking of good uh, facial hair, his mustache. I reckon that was the first thing I said to him. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Fuck, I love that mustache. He's Andy Walsh. Seriously, <laughs> you talk about good. He's a human that has stood out for me in the people that we've met since starting the podcast. Um, big love to Andy. He's done a lot of. He's just helped us off his own bat. No need to help us, but we just we really love. We love Andy. Yeah, he recognises talent. He wants to be our friend, so it's all good. You're <laughs> off your head, mate. I'm I fucking love Andy Walsh. And honestly, uh, the way he thinks about brand and some of the ideas and um, just some of the chats we've had, I really appreciate it. He's a really good dude. So go check him out on LinkedIn. Give him a stalk and tell him how good he is. Yeah, I like that. Hey, next up, Gabby Leibovich. This bloke is off his barrel. <laughs> <laughs> mate. Oh, I feel like there's definitely going to be a movie made about this crazy cat. He's off his head, isn't he? Oh. I love Gabby. The energy is real, isn't it? He's one of the few guests who come on to the pod. <laughs> he had a bottle of Fireball whiskey. He had a snow beanie on. Yeah. He looked the part. He did a shot to start off the episode. And then he just dropped words of wisdom throughout the pod. And if you haven't got his book, Catch of the Decade, yet, uh, go and go and get that. It talks about how the story of how he and his brother Hezzy built up catch of the day into the brand it is today which is absolutely bananas <laughs> i remember doing research for this and watching some old videos of him he got married on the fucking soccer field remember that yeah, yeah he's yeah. just and he was one of the first ones we had like a pre-guest sort of chat with weren't he with gabby yeah he was one of the first ones and since then we were just like this guy we'd Surely he's writing more books because that book that we got, it's signed too. We're going to throw it on eBay. It was highest bit of wins. Not for charity. Straight in my Barry... Barry... What rhymes with pocket? <laughs> Barry Crocker. Barry Crocker. <laughs> Barry Pocket. <laughs> you can't rhyme pocket with pocket, can you? I don't know. I'm struggling. Oh, talk now. about a pocket rocket though. <laughs> Tom Hobbs from Spook Kooks. Oh, yes. I spit everywhere. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good dude. Another, another nice dude. Uh, actor. Turned entrepreneur, actor <laughs> slash model. Oh, well, actor slash surfboard. Yeah, well, I was thinking back for the cover of, for this episode for the hundredth and put all the guests on. And I, the photo he gave me was good, but then I'll just I'll just Google image to see what else was out there. And he's just got some hot shots down the red carpet. It yeah, just, I had no idea. I should have probably had a look beforehand, but there's a bit of a reel going on. He's he, he he's, liked the lookbook. He had the New Zealand bad boy James Dean sort of going. He was um, 
Anyway, he's an interesting cat. Spook Kooks, man. We love their surfboards, eh? Oh, it's a brand. They're, they're going to go places environmentally friendly, made with recycled plastic. If you haven't checked out Spook Kooks and you are trying to learn to surf, want to have more fun in the water, or that your local beach break is busy and crowded, <laughs> and you don't want any dings on your board, get out of Spook Kooks and go have some fun. And ding others boards that's it run some people over <laughs> you're like the big truck in the ocean that's though, it. with the big bull bar hey moving Smack on come over dan the man remy oh dan remy another cool cat uh known him for a, a little bit and introduced you to him not well since when we had him on but he was um he still is he's still a grouse dude but um love love dan remy and what he's been able to do and how he's been able to pivot through his career from owning one of um australia's best nightclubs roxanne parlor a few big nights there so uh, for him to just do all that, get in, into the business side, be an entrepreneur on, in residence. Uh, the best fucking it's job title. It's a job of all time, huh? It's, it's not bad, though. He's, he's, um, he's kicking goals and he comes up the coast a bit and we can't wait to keep hanging, hanging out with him and having a few beers. And love you, Dan. We, yeah, we love you. Hey, talking about people who we love. Who? Chris Smith. I like Chris Smith. From Big Esports. Yeah, Big Esports. I, like, you were telling me about Chris before we had him on the pod and I'm... I'm wasn't really into the esports sort of stuff just because I'm not a gamer. But you, you told me about this cat, and I'm glad we got him on because he is a nice dude and he knows his shit. That's it. And to see what he's been able to build there with big esports and where they're taking uh, that that business is just exciting. That space, if you are uh, into gaming or you want to learn a bit more about the esports space, go check out Chris Smith, uh, Big Esports. They're just they're they're the, the source of truth. I like that. I like that. Hey, Chi Ryan. Chi Ryan, yeah, what an what an absolute weapon, Chi Ryan. Um, I suppose this one was a was a big episode because um, she had to overcome some chronic illness, um, you know, from you know obviously uh, a stressful time in her life, and that was sort of the first um, time she's spoken about it. And to jump on the podcast and share her journey and and what she's been been through, um, pretty inspirational. I know we got a lot of feedback from that episode. Um, she touched a lot of people been in similar situations so definitely go check out uh her episode bloody good designer too bloody good 100 percent. hey our first husband wife duo was kicked uh was happened <laughs> when this person came on the pod uh ceo of snow australia uh long-standing ceo yeah, of yeah, snow yeah. australia longest standing michael kennedy yeah. Uh, the bad boy of the snow. He's the bad boy of the snow. How many hot tubs has he been in, you reckon, huh? <laughs> he just go from <laughs> resort to resort like Gordon Ramsay, I reckon. Uh, all the development programs he's trying to set up now to uh, build that as a pathway for the elite sports people of Australia. Uh, just an inspiring dude, and uh, we love the Kennedys. We, yeah, love, the we Kennedys. love the Kennedys. Ah, oh, the Kennedys. We love them. Uh, Sarah Davidson, sees the Yay podcast. Yeah. She yes. And author. Author, she does everything, man. We could rattle them off, but we'd probably chew up all the time. She does everything, matcha maiden, or maiden matcha, or whatever it is. Um, the tea, go check it out because I'll probably stuff that up. But that, this was an unreal chat. Um, I remember preparing for this one and seeing what she's done and looking at her website, and we were just looking at it going, That's what we need to do, don't we? She's done it really well, yeah, she's done a very good job, and um, just I, I, I really like Sarah, she was good. She's a hustler, yeah, hustler, 100%. Hustler. And big right. love, yeah, big love. Hey. Now this episode for us was a bit of a, I don't know, it was a bit of a, a bit of a buzz, really. Yeah, well, it's our first ever sir. So we're the first ever. Is he royalty? 
Is that royalty? Is that sir? No, he's just it's been given a it's title. like knighted. Do you have to be knighted to be a sir, don't you? I think so. So yeah, it's he's royal. Sir JK. Sir, sir John Kerwin. The goat. Of, yeah, can't believe we had him on. And can't believe he spoke to a couple of knuckleheads like us and gave us so many words of wisdom and, and unique insights, didn't he? And and touched on some important issues. Well, I, I just I liked everything about how he said it. It was a pretty intense conversation. He kicked off talking about how he was over representing the All Blacks, um, about to kick off his first game. I've got Argentina yeah, in my head. Yeah, yeah. And he talked about how he was about to jump out the window and commit suicide. So he now heads up Mentimia, uh, a mental health and well-being uh, app for businesses and people to look and look after um, themselves. And he's doing some amazing work over there with New Zealand and. He's attached to the New Zealand government and doing things with Jacinda Ardern. And and then when you talk about what he did on the field, he was he's arguably the, the greatest rugby player of all time for New Zealand. He's their GOAT. He helped them bring home that first ever world title. And seriously, we got to... He is royalty and he spoke to us, so it's a bit and funny. He, and he still looks at our stories and... Um, we're I'm, friends. I'm going to say I told everyone we're friends. You should send it Christmas. It was funny. I was telling everyone. It's yeah? Okay, yeah, besties. Ah, uh, yeah. Another good, good friend of the show, Matt Adek Ponya. He was, he was one of the ones that actually stood out for me the most. I, yeah. I love the connection we've been able to um, have with him and since the podcast and to see what he's been able to do. He fucking spoke about it in the podcast that he wanted to do a TV series. He'd done it, and now all the big wigs are just all over him. So for him to just explain a goal, tell a goal, and then achieve it, yeah, it's unreal. So if you haven't listened to Matt Attic Ponya's episode, go back and listen to that one because literally he lays out the blueprints of what he's trying to achieve. You see him in real tr- real time, put it out there, and you can go and watch the work that he did with um, the, what are they called? The Gold Coast Titans. Gold Coast Titans. It's called Building Titans. You can find it on KO. That's it. Mm. Hey, and that wraps up this batch. We're going to give you a bit of a... A slice of Peter Brennan. A slice of Peter Brennan. You like uh, that? Yeah, a bit of venom from Peter Brennan. So huh? Peter Brennan's one of the co-founders of Heaps Normal, has a, a pretty amazing story, and he heads up brand. So he also runs a branding agency, and we, we love Big PB, and I'll tell you what, this this chat. Unreal. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're live. We're live. Hey. Yeah. PB, thank you so much for jumping on and having a chat, man. We, we absolutely love you. And Locke was just saying... Just before we click live, it's always good to talk to you because you always give compliments and make everyone feel better. Mm. Oh man, what a treat! I'm I'm honoured to be chatting to you two on a beautiful Sunday. Thanks for having me on. Oh well, now well, sorry for interrupting you on on this beautiful weekend, mate. But uh, yeah, we just had to talk to you. Obviously, we've been chatting for a little bit and um, had Andy on the pod and uh, learned a little bit about heaps normal then. But since then, the journey and and just chatting to you, I'd just love to hear about your role at heaps normal and what you do. Yeah, perfect. So um, I'm one of the four co-founders and head of brand as well. So um, I've um, historically and currently run a branding studio called Electric and Analog. And I guess, um, you know, having that brand um, insight and and passion for it is kind of my role than heaps normal, which I'm so stoked to be doing. Um, And yeah, just we've uh, pulled the dream team together and we've got... um, you know, Benny's made a liquid that's just incredible, and um, it feels like we there's a little—I hate to say movement, but there's a there's some noise around what we're doing at the moment, and it just feels really good. Like literally every day, feel feeling warm and fuzzy waking up, and just getting messages from good people that are frothing on what we're doing with Heaps Normal. So just um, strapped in and enjoying every second of it. Mate, well, we had a chat with—we um, went down and had a chat with, did a recorded a podcast in person last week with 
uh, the lads down there at Estimate One, which haven't released their pod yet, so I've sort of maybe blown that. But gives a shit, either man. way, but <laughs> anyway, we went we went and had a chat with them, and they they pulled out um, heaps normals out of the fridge, and we're like, we're like you guys are on Team Heaps Normal, yeah? And we're like, yeah, but I don't think they'd intentionally had them; they just had them in the fridge. But we thought that was just yeah, the noise it's happening. Yeah, and they're a cool company full of young, yeah, interesting yeah. people, like such an inspiring company. And the fact that they just they've had them in the fridge, I was like, that's that's unreal. Yeah, we get we start, that's starting to happen to us quite a lot actually, um, and it's a really weird thing because we can't we only kind of really launched in July, and um, you know we we it was kind of I think that I think the category is still very much in in its infancy stages um, as non-alcoholic drinks, um, even though it's it's starting to pop at the moment. But in the grander scheme of things, like there are a lot of people that kind of don't understand it or don't get it or don't subscribe to it, which is totally fine. Um, but we, we um, you know, in the early days, in the early days, like a few months ago, um, we were, <laughs> it, it was, it was like, it was quite a hard sell uh, sometimes to kind of get, get the message across and what we're doing and explain the product. And uh, we're now having uh, these kind of experiences where like friends and people, even people we haven't spoken to in like months or years, are, like hitting us up going like, oh, I just found heaps normal in this pub. And we're like, oh, really? Like, um, you know, um, like it's just popping up all over the place. So we're just, we're just so grateful that people are kind of getting behind it and, and as froth as we are. So it's, uh, yeah, it feels really good. Mate, how do you balance like what you do? So I'd love to, to take us back for those who are listening. How did you get into branding? How did this all sort of happen for you? Um, heaps normal, you mean? No, you personally, your, your career. Yeah, me. For, I was, so I studied graphic design when I was finished school when I was seventeen, and and um, was always kind of a designer by trade, um, and then worked as a designer for a lot of companies like agencies. I worked client side at Quicksilver for a few years in South Africa, um, and and always just really had a passion for brands, um, and then yeah, like started started this branding studio um, about five years ago now, and. Um, kind of three years in, had a little bit of a wobble and um, uh, kind of had a bit of burnout and just really looked inside me and was like that whole thing of like, you know, Simon Sinek, start with why and figure out your purpose and that kind of thing. Like I was aware of it, but I never really gave it that much attention to kind of understand it. Um, but I guess having that kind of burnout experience makes you really look inside and like wonder why you get out of bed every day. And for me, um, I've, yeah, it's a strange one to talk about, and it's not an emotional sob story in any way or, or form. But I, I lost my dad pretty young uh, when I was 11 um, for uh, you know a few reasons. One of them being uh, he was a very successful businessman, and business just kind of went tits up, and he was under heaps of financial pressure um, and some other factors as well. So um, you know, going through that burnout for me was like, well, you know, what can I do that like prevents anyone from having to go through that and then prevents you know their family and their kids like my brother and I went through like growing up in the shadow of that um and and then you know mixing that into what I what I'm passionate about and what I felt I was good at and um for me that's kind of you know if, if we can go into and I'm talking with my with my kind of branding studio lens on now if we can go into a business that um is potentially a challenger brand and not really top of the market and really help that company by, you know, injecting it with some experience and innovation around brand. Um, it really does change kind of, you know, people's view of, of their company and why they get up and it changes, it changes revenue and it changes uh, trajectory of companies if we do it right and all that kind of stuff. And then obviously with Heaps Normal, it just, it was kind of the evolution of that because, um, you know, I, I grew up with alcoholism in the family and, um, you know, it's, 
it's one of those things like, you know, I'm, I'm quite vocal about it. I talk about it quite a lot. Like I've never had a good relationship with alcohol. Like I was, you know, growing up, I was the one that was always like getting in scrappy fights as a kid, like proper little shit. And it was like, most of it was around just being drunk and not being able to handle my alcohol, you know? So um, the older I got, the more, the, the less it happened and the more I realized like, all right, I, I've got to get on top of this. And then, um, you know, heaps normal just came about as an idea and, and I kind of went to Andy and, pitched it to him and he was super keen and then we pulled Benny in and then Jordy in and then before we knew it we had a, a little a little business and a product and and we're kind of here just pinching ourselves every day and just super excited that we've all kind of we've made something that people are following and believing but we're also I think we also have our own kind of reasons and purpose to get out of bed and, and do what we do every day and it's so important like it's it's funny because I for a long time I've heard people talking about purpose and your why and all that stuff and like I said kind of like didn't really pay that much attention but within heaps normal it's really interesting because like Andy, Benny, Jordi and myself we all have very different reasons but they're like personal real reasons to to do what we're doing so I think that's the the kind of magic that makes all of us just super excited to to do what we do every day which is which is pretty rare I think to be honest. What What's the key to create a strong brand like what is brand to you like I, I see all these videos and people say this is your personal brand this is this is the brand this is how you do this what is brand? So um, it's it's very it's it's often confused from people who don't work in in the industry and and the way I try to um, explain it and it doesn't my words at all I plagiarize them from I don't know who but um you know marketing is what you tell people about your business and and brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room so um, you know it's just that gut feeling and obviously within this the wider scope of brand there's brand identities and logos and trademarks and brand tone of voice and all your brand strategy and your vision, mission, purpose and all that kind of stuff, which really plays into it. But I think for me, like a, you know, a good brand is a brand that stands for something. It has a point of view. Um, it, it, you know, it creates a cult following of people that really buy into what that company does and why they do it. Um, and it, again, that goes back to your why, like people don't really care what you're doing. They, they care about why you're doing what you do. And I think that's the, the, the real key part that a lot of businesses really, um, kind of misunderstand and don't take too seriously. And we, um, yeah, we speak to companies all the time that just don't know anything about that. And it's understandable, like, you know, not everyone can know everything. So um, a lot of business owners and even C-suite execs in some businesses are really kind of tunnel vision on what they're doing day in, day out, but they don't think about, um, you know, w- what they're perceived as uh, on the outside, which is, which is, which is everything. You know, there's a reason why people wait outside the Apple store for three weeks for, for a new product. And it's, you know, you look at the tone of voice, it's, you know, Apple's tone of voice is less about, you know, when the iPod came out, it's less about dimensions and weight and gigs. It's like a million songs in your pocket. You know, that's like, that's, that's the, the green brain kind of emotive language that gets people excited and, and gets people to become fans of, of what those companies are doing. Oh, you, you must look at everything and see that though, like ads or like products and all that sort of shit and see how people are like, like you see, like you're seeing how the, it's like working at the deli, you're seeing how the meat's getting made. You're behind, you're behind the magic show. Yeah. Is That's, it hard to watch TV and ads and see yeah. it all play out? Because surely if your brain's like that, you're seeing that all You're seeing day, all the faults, all the... Do you know, shit. it's funny you said it because as a designer as well, like less so much the brand stuff as a designer, like there's little intricacies of things like font pairings and like color palettes. And, you know, we, we go through the psychology of color, like every color has a negative and positive connotation and what those mean, all that stuff. And like, it drives my wife crazy. Like we'll go out for dinner and I'll be looking at the menu going like, oh, I know what font that is. And I'll talk to her and she's just like, oh man, shut up. Can you just fuck off and order something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it becomes something that you kind of just fanaticize about. Well, I do anyway. And um, I think, I think most, 
most designers who are passionate about their trade do as well. Like you guys, man, you guys must listen to heaps of podcasts and just criticize them in your mind, you know, like what you do. Or, yeah, well, no, I, yeah, no, it's I, just I, more like I watch content. I, I not just pies, but I, I do watch a lot of content. I, the same as you see other businesses who put stuff out and having these conversations, something come up with our business the other day about like um, our tone of voice and, and our messaging that we put out there that didn't necessarily always fit with everyone. And that's a it was an interesting thing where it was the first time, um, because we have from day one, we've put it out there, we've made it feel like people can really relate to us by having open and honest conversations where you use sure. language you'd normally have in a normal conversation. We would write how we talk. We're not going to be stiff and feel like we have to wear a suit to do this podcast. And But if you like wearing a suit, wear a suit. You that's know? it. But yeah. we, we have ruffled a few feathers and had people that aren't that happy. And we know we might alienate some other people, but for, for people like yourself and um, with Heaps Normal, like we're lucky enough and we feel very, very like aligned aligned with what you guys are doing we're, we're, we're pumped sure. to be part of the team and um it's funny because we're just it's for those who we don't get along with there's always those that we do and it's even better because you find your your people and people who are well, interested you don't stand for something you, you stand for anything right yeah well that's, that's it, it man like that's i think that's the you just hit the nail on the head really like i think i think any kind of business that tries to be something to everybody is going to be nothing to everybody like and it's and i think you know it's genuinely important to you know, have an opinion and, and stand behind it. Um, there's a great agency in, in Sweden called Snask. They're a creative agency. They're, they're absolute rock stars. And they, um, they've written a book called Create Enemies and Gain Fans. And their point of view is like, if you stand for something, there's going to be people that hate you. And that's okay because those aren't your people, but there's going to be people that love you as well. And I think it's a really nice kind of way to look at things, you know, like just be honest and true and do you and don't change and, and, you know, just back that up. And then, you know, you'll find your tribe, which is, which is the most important thing of any brand, I think is, is finding, you know, like what we do with heaps normal, like it's, it's quite interesting. We were at this event a few weeks ago and I sit behind a computer all day, man. Like, I, you know, I, I'm rarely still like, like, four hours at an, at, a, at, a, at, an, at an event was hard, man. I felt like I'd done like three weeks of laboring, you know, cause I, I <laughs> just got my ass all day behind a computer. Yeah. I was like dying. Like, well, I'll get me out of here. But, um, but it was the first time I'd been like on the ground in a while, like kind of speaking to people. And it was so interesting because like by the end of it, I was like, all right, there's three kinds of people uh, with heaps normal. There's people that were walking past and we'd be like, Hey, like, would you like to try non-alcoholic beer? And they'd be like, nah, ridiculous. It's so stupid. And that's fine. Like if you, if you're not into the non-alcoholic space, like we're here if you want to change your mind if you're curious that's cool but if it's not you that's not you and that's absolutely fine and then there were people that were going like hey oh, i know about you guys i follow you on social and you're in my local pub and all my friends drink your stuff and blah 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 and, and that's epic and those are like our people and then there was like a third kind of person would come up and go hey like i know the kind of space is popping like i've, I've i see it everywhere but i don't really understand it you know like can you just explain to me why you guys are doing what you're doing and you know in that instance it was like my my reaction to that is like well you know instead of going out and having eight beers and probably getting in a fight with someone on the way home and you know you know probably breaking something when you walk in the house and getting in a fight with your partner and then missing work the next day like have four normal beers and four heaps normal beers throughout the night and you'll probably be okay and then when you say it like that like you just see the penny the, the penny drop the light bulb goes off and people are like oh never thought of it that way and then like people are like buying a four pack for us over the counter and then you know like a week or two later, like hitting us up on Instagram, going like, oh my God, like you guys are amazing. Like, you know, I, I, I took a case to my friend's house and they're all backing it. And I think that's like the really important thing for any brand is to not try and like, you know, those people that were walking past our stand that weren't into it, cool. 
like we're not we're not right for you and you're probably not right for us right now like you might things might change in the future but if we were trying to pull those people in because we just saw a dollar sign and we wanted to make a sale i think it's just the wrong way for any company to do something like that you know it's a, it's just a, it's just an unnatural progression of onboarding the right people well, you guys are going from strength to strength at the moment. Locke and I have been, oh, we've been sprucing. We've been, we've been, oh, anything we you have... want us to say, we've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get around and give it just, just but for us, like seeing now some of the, like the brand collaboration stuff that you're doing and really getting like the heaps normal brand out there. What I'd love to hear from you is where do you, where do you see this now? Like obviously 12 months ago was you got from idea, you got it up and going. You, now you're starting to really get some traction. You talked about it only a few months ago you're in the infancy stage. What in three years' time, where can you see this going? Where would you like it to go? Jeez. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I think that the answer to that changes almost monthly or weekly at the moment. Like when we, you know, we um it's public knowledge we did a raise kind of the end of last year. And at that time we were we had certain plans that were like gonna be in the next 12 or 18 months. Um and you know, the traction is is has got so much kind of momentum at the moment that we're like we're pinching ourselves and, and those goals are just moving like all the time. So um, I think, and, and you know, it's interesting, I'm speaking on, on behalf of myself here, I think Andy and, and Benny and Jordy, they might have different views here, but I, I, my my goal is is for this to be a global brand for sure. And I think, I think it has, uh, I think it has the potential to be that. Um, I think, I think we need to not jump the gun and really tick a few boxes locally first. Like I think, you know, being the, being the not our category leader in Australia is our, number one priority at the moment and i feel like um i feel like we're, we're on the path of doing that i feel there's some other great brands out there you know like that are doing some really good stuff so it's not an easy task by any means um but i think you know eventually i don't see why we can't be kind of an international company and um you know in servicing markets all around the world and that's that's my dream anyway in terms of where i'd love it to go but um yeah there's a, there's a lot of factors that come in so you know, aim, aim for the moon and miss and you're still amongst the stars, I was told as a kid. Oh, I like that saying. You can have it. I'll we're, give it to we're you. We're pumped to watch, to see where it goes because we're, we're feeling the same thing. I know there's lots of steps there and it's going to be a, it's not going to be a straight road. There's going to be lots of turns and corners and speed bumps and shit that happens along the way. But we're, we're, we're just pumped. pumped. Yeah, just, we love pumped. following you guys and, and being oh. part of the journey and watching it all unfold because, I don't know, I feel, it feels very special when you sort of start something around the same time as someone else and mm. you sort of grow together and and I mean we love you boys and what you've been able to do so far and going through the accelerator program too something different that you know not a lot of other people have done so you, you're funky you unique you've got things going what do you think of Locke's ad I loved it man I loved it I thought it was a Tarantino piece at one point I was so impressed but um yeah it's incredible man you you're, you're wasted on on the on the podcast I think you need to be in front of the camera a bit more man well, that's what I was saying. The showreel is coming soon, Pete. Maybe, maybe me and you can jump in a few, a few ads down the track, and um, yeah, we'll every time he's watched editing. his own work. Oh, a bit, a bit. You know what? You have to, you have to oh, watch no, your own. I've watched it heaps too because I thought it was, I thought it was really, really good. It blew me away. I'll be, I'll be fair. It did it blew me away? But I don't know how many times I've walked into the room and seen him there watching his own work over and over again. You watching it again? Are you locked? I might get some stills and just get some. Yeah, as long as he's got pants on, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I've done it on the next video. Yeah. <laughs> well, Pete, while we got you, one of the questions that we're going to be asking now as part of um, our partnership with the show is asking our guests that we come on to record what's their heaps normal? What's their thing that gives them energy that no one else uh, that might be unique to them? So uh, throw it over to you. What's your heaps normal? Oof. 
That's a heavy question. Um, ironically, um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think yeah, my heaps normal changes a lot. Like um, my my heaps normal years ago was probably not great in terms of lifestyle and habits and and choices and things like that. But I think more recently my heaps normal is uh, it's always a work in progress. Um, yeah, I mean my heaps normal at the moment in terms of the day to day. I'm up at four thirty five most mornings. Um, try and just get on top of the day, uh, try and be a good dad and a good husband. And um, I'm, I'm actually completely off the beers at the moment. Um, I'm, I'm trying to do some sobriety for a while. I did two years before, a, a few years back, um, and then kind of came out of that. But at the moment, it's uh, there's a lot of a lot of plates spinning for us at the moment. So I, I just felt like, you know, if we're, if we're going to make a, a proper run of this, like I need to be super focused. So um, I've kind of cut alcohol out completely, not to say I'm preaching sobriety because I'm not, but um, that's my heaps normal. So um, yeah, trying to trying to um, avoid those situations of temptation and um, trying to look after my health a bit more and just be more present as a dad and a husband and a friend and a, and a business partner and um, see where, see where that goes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. What's your heaps normal? It's yeah, the same thing. We were talking about it the other day. It was more like I feel like moving up here is like a bit of a cocoon. So you're sort of away working. And I feel like that. I love that, focus. man. I yeah. love that. So I feel like having that sort of having no distractions really. COVID was really good for me because maybe I don't have ADHD or anything, but I'm more like if someone says, Do you want to go here, do that? I'm always like, Yeah, you know, like trying to yeah. find a way to make it work. But now I think saying no to stuff and doing this and building this has been I've never done anything like this before. So it feels very different. So I feel like I'm just building from this. Yeah, for sure. How important is how important is saying no? It's the most important thing, man. Oh, hundred percent. So long to realize. I used to say yes to everything, and then I was like, I've not done anything this week because I'm saying yes to things that are valuing like other people and like just completely crippling me of what I need to do. So I learned that pretty late in life to say no, which I think is a really good thing to do. It's a good Um, skill to learn if you haven't practiced. Yeah, because you're certain certain people are like that. You know, like I'm naturally like you. It's hard to strip something that you naturally like. It's yeah, sort of thing, isn't it? Hundred percent for sure. What's yours? Uh, what is my, yours? My heaps normal is. I think it comes down to the reason why I moved down the coast. Is prior to that, obviously, I had my knee injury and a few things going on there, and going to work every day, coming back, living in suburbia, lost the connection of like social sport and, and all that sort of things that I attached to my personal identity, which was like being around sporting clubs and all that sort mm. of shit. And when that was gone, I, I found that I, I filled it with different interests, like with doing, doing other things. We had a crack with OBs and we built some other stuff, but yeah. um, that was a shoe company, know, right? Yeah. It was our slides company. Yeah, it looks was, sick, um, man. It looks so good. Yeah. That was, that was pretty cool. That was a good little start for our things that we did. And, um, but d- just doing things like that, what I, but what I did realize is I, I very much wasn't doing things that were giving me energy back. I was doing mm. like Monday to Friday on the train to and from work, work, walking home, not doing anything, not doing any exercise on the weekend. So one of the big things and the reason why we moved down pre-COVID down this way was um, to just be a bit more, a bit closer to the water. I grew up spending all my holidays and shit down the Great Ocean Road and lucky enough, my grandparents had a house down here. So when um, my wife mm-hmm. and I am moved down here and it was more just to go and change it up a bit, you know? And I, I think for me now, as I get out, I go surfing, I go walk the dog on the beach or I, going even just the end of the day if the day finishes i go for i can go for a drive and go past the water and go mm. sit there and watch some idiot surfing when it's shit you Love know that. it's yeah it's it's that i didn't have that in melbourne and, I, and that's one of the yeah. biggest things that i'm very very grateful for where we live so my heaps was just getting out and 
I don't know, doing things a bit more for me. And that's, I, I'm not very good at meditation, that spiritual sort of stuff. But if I can get out in the water, I can go and have my version of time of getting out to do something. It sets me up. How do you meditate? Yeah, do you sure. meditate? Do you know what I, I do? It's a recent thing. Well, it's not a recent thing. I've, I've tried to do it for a long time. Um, and I'm, I've been quite crap at it, to be honest. But um, I've, I've recently, well, about six months ago, I got into the Headspace app, which I'm finding really helpful. Like, I actually do it before I go to sleep. And then I'm trying to get in the habit of doing 10 minutes in the morning. Um, and just being, I think, you know, one of the things I realized quite recently was like, um, I, I started seeing a kinesiologist at the end of last year, which is like the craziest thing. Um, and that's a whole nother story. We'll go, we'll go down a rabbit hole with that when, when we're in the same room together. But, um, you know, one of the things he said to me was like, you know, people think it's selfish to go. Cause I was like battling with like going for a surf, for example, because it's like, I've got so much work to do. Like if I'm not working, like I want to be with the kids and with Nick's my wife. And it's like, but I was like, oh, and he said to me, like, what's the one thing you love more than anything? Like, it just brings you joy. And I was like, surfing. Like, I've surfed since I was like 11. Like, I've competed as a kid. And he's like, when was the last time you surfed? And I was like, Phew. like six weeks ago. And he was like, what? And he's like, how far are you from the beach? I'm like, four minute drive, five minutes. And he's like, dude, what are you doing? And he gave me a really, really hard time. And I, my reaction was like, hey, but it feels so selfish because I work such silly hours. And I, and I love what I genuinely love the work that I do. So it's not like a chore. But when I'm not working, like, I feel like, I need to be with the family, you know? And he was saying, the, he summed it up perfectly. He said like, you know, everyone thinks like doing something for yourself is selfish, but it's actually selfless. And he's like, look at it this way. Like if you have a glass of water, if that thing's depleted and you've got no energy left, how are you going to fill up the water of the people that you care about? Like you're empty. And, and the, the perfect analogy was like the airplane thing when, they, when the oxygen masks come down, when they say, put yours on first before you put your kids. Because if you run out of oxygen, you're no good to your, to your children and your family and stuff, you know? And for me, that was just like, oh my goodness. Like that was like the craziest, like light switch moment. Like I still don't surf enough because I'm just trying to be a, fa be a family man and, and do work. But it was, um, it really kind of changed my perspective on it. So now like I get up early and I try and do a little bit of exercise and like try and meditate a bit and just plan my day and all that kind of stuff. And then just trying to get in the water a bit more as well, which is, uh, I used to think was selfish, but now it's kind of like compulsory because you're useless if you don't have that kind of good vibes going internally, you know, like it just kind of manifests bad stuff. If you're constantly, in the, game, if you're constantly yeah. in the game doing stuff, you can't sit back and reflect and go, fuck, how am I going to keep going? You know what I mean? Like you have to like put petrol in the car, eh? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think, you know, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a disciple of, of, of the Gary Vaynerchuk school of like hustle, you know? And I think, um, you know, years ago when he was really starting to starting to pop on YouTube and stuff, like his 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 wording was like, you know, like hustle harder and don't sleep. And, you know, like he did that one famous, like I think one of the one of the videos he did was like the most important word ever, and it was hustle. And he's like, it's Christmas Eve and everyone's drinking eggnog and I'm like hustling. And then, but now if you listen to him now, like that, that his whole like kind of vibe has changed. It's like sleep more, make sure you get enough sleep and exercise. And and I think, you know it is, it's a hard one to do because when you start, when you run your own business, like you guys will know, like, you know, like when, when we, when I was an employee, like a, a public holiday was the best thing ever. Now it's like the worst. I'm like, Oh God, like I'm going to lose a whole day of stuff to do. Like now I'm going to actually have to work through it anyway, which I love, but like the team's not probably not going to do it. So we're going to have to make up for that. So it's kind of, I think definitely finding that balance. Like that's been a huge realization for me in the last couple of years because yeah, like the hustle mentality is, is, good i think for a while but then it's got to come to an end and you've got to it's not just not sustainable well i think experienced people always say you know just relax find the time and stuff but i feel like once you're in it and you're building something you don't know how big something's going to become so you feel sure. like you need to keep improving it and like if i stop it won't grow as fast but 
experienced people who've already sort of got that now know, oh, I can chill out. But when you're in it, I feel like it's so hard to switch out of it. Like, especially oh, you're totally. working with your friends too. Like, it's not, that's the secret to getting it. It's not a chore. Yeah. 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 It's pretty crazy. I'm going to end up having, like, Locke and I, we were just saying before, when we spoke to Emma and Tal, they jumped on. Like, we talk all day, every day, from the first thing we wake up in the morning to the, probably the last person I message at night. But then when we get on the weekends, like, usually we try and have at least one day, which is a sat day where we usually just... Unless something major. Unless something major happens. We, there's no communication. And we both very acknowledge it's not like... Even if something in our friendship group happens, it's just like... Why are you talking yeah. to me? You know? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you two ever fallen out properly? No, no. Nah, nah. nah. We live together. So we've had, we've gone to different places. We know when we get on each other's nerves, but we don't ever... No, nah, never, really, never nah. fallen out. But, well, not yet anyway. Like he doesn't yeah, really sure, throw me up because supposedly when I have a, a drink on the pod, I, I gulp. And, <laughs> oh, no. So he, he's, he's let me know about that a few times. I know that it annoys him. So sometimes when I feel like I'm going to need to do it, I lean forward. You know, just. It's like a married couple, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. I man. love it, man. You guys got a special thing going. And it, you know what? It comes through in the podcast as well. It's so good to hear it, man. Like, it's epic. Wow. Well, we're so stoked to have you um, supporting us and, and having the team at Heaps Normal. You, Andy, Ben, and Geordie. Um, been amazing support for us so far we can't wait to keep working with you legends uh into the, the year and beyond and it's been awesome to chat and i feel like we need to sit down and have a proper one and expand on this and have a big 2.0 because oh, i'd love we to pick go on for days yeah we could go on for days I, I look forward to that um but man yeah just without without saying the obvious like that's reciprocated more than you guys realize i think like we love what you're doing as well and we just like feel super stoked and honored to be part of what you guys are doing because it's epic. Like it's genuinely epic. Like don't ever forget how cool what you're doing is. It's like refreshing and genuine and real and um, super insightful and, and real funny and good vibes all around. So we're just stoked to be part of this sort of thing, man. Told you he makes you feel good. He does. It's a, nice way to, it's a nice way to end it. Thanks so much, Pete. You're the man. All right. Get the fuck out of here. I've had enough. <laughs> and we're back. That was Peter Brennan. And Peter. that was Heaps Normal. Yeah, that was a good little segment there. I'm pretty proud of ourselves for that one. I can't wait to dig into these next guests, Rob, because I've got the list in front of me and there's some big fucking names. Kick us off then. Uh, Tim Ash. uh, Interesting cat. He pretty much begged to come on the show. Uh, We got him on. (laughs) (laughs) He begged to come on the show. He did. He slid into the DMs and honestly, I was like, yeah, cool. We sussed him out. He's friends with Sean Ellis and that. We got him on. And he blew us away. Yeah, he he like, blew yeah. us away. I was, I was like, as if he's talking to a pleb like me. Yeah. He was his book. He sent it. He sent us over a book. He hooked us up with a book, and I'm telling you, that's one book I have read in the bath and did enjoy. In my head at the time, I took a photo. <laughs> unleash your primal brain. <laughs> you look like the monkey. On I the look brain. like the monkey on the top. So I don't know. He digs into human history and how we how we act, our behaviours, the psycho psychology behind everything, but. Oh, oh, he's one smart bald man, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> are you talking about smart bald men? <laughs> oh, dead set. I'm going to tell a story here because Locke has the ability to extract things from people that you just, you never really would get from others. And we've, uh, he's just got a very special talent. And we were having this next guest, Adriana Zumbo. We were going back and forth and um, <laughs> Zumbo was telling us about how he used to play rugby and he used to be pretty fast. And Locke said something that's still, it's the, one of the few things that's still with me in an email. He's written back saying, what's your PB? It's how fast were you? Tell us like really extracting informa- information and then closed off with a big, can't catch the Zumbo. 
And he hasn't spoken to us since. But uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Adriana Zumbo, mate, he was incredible. I honestly can't believe we, we had him on the podcast, especially so early. Like, he was a big, big name. I remember watching The Sugar Rush on and Netflix, and I'm a big fan of his work. And um, to hear what he's been through, you know, he had all the fucking trouble with the business and shit. And to be honest, we didn't really do our research too hard, and we didn't really know that much. And he just pulled it all out there and told us how it actually was for him. And... Um, I don't know, gave, gave, gave us a really good insight and unique perspective um, into his situation. And he's a weapon. We just wish him all the best and all the love in the world and hope he's kicking goals. Talking about weapons, Jaden Comerford. He's probably the biggest weapon of all. It's like, um, you know, North Koreans have the big nukes and stuff. We got Jaden, <laughs> we got Jaden Comerford. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's pretty loose, isn't we're, we're going to have a bit of a segment coming up with Jaden and Dan, uh, which will be injected about at the end of our next batch, so we'll get to hear from them. But um, talking about JC, what about good humans at the end of our life? Um, he's played a big part in where the podcast is at today and where it's going to be in the future. So big love to JC. Yeah, we could probably talk for days about JC. but um, We'll get him on more. He, he's, we're going to get him on more more regularly onto the show. But yeah, um, yeah. talking about people, if we go more regularly onto the show, we'll have to do a lot more homework. <laughs> uh, <laughs> please welcome to the stage, Nigel Dalton. Oh, mate, the only guest to send us homework. And I'm glad he did because he spoke about some shit that was way above my head. But afterwards, I felt way smarter. And you should have seen me at the parties, man. I just had all the answers to human history and evolution and patterns of behavior and Longest episode to date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good though. It Honestly, was fucking hard to edit. If you want to, yeah, I can imagine. Um, if you want to learn about, I don't know. He calls himself a social scientist, but he talks how he's trends that you see over time. I actually, I'm going to send. I'll put. We'll post it as a link. What the essay that we had to read? Oh yeah, should we share all that information or keep that up our sleeve? Oh, maybe it's it's too good to share. Maybe. It's too good to share. We got Talking the dirty Dalton in our corner. He, nerdy nerdy Nige, he's a good bloke, isn't he? Nerdy Nige, he's a he good he's it. a good human. Hey, Yasmin Paul is probably she was my mum's favourite episode up until uh, Nat mm. Nat Simmons. Um, but Yas just human megaphone for Gen Z, just doing big things. If she's not going to be the next Prime Minister of Australia in the future, she's definitely going to be up there. Mm. Uh, we've just been saying, it's it's funny, we know her now, we talk to her now, it's interesting watching her journey, but she's got so much life left ahead of her and so much change that she can impact and good things that she can do. And I don't know, we're just a couple of leeches on the side. Huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 we want a few policy changes down the, down the track. We'll, we'll stay connected there, don't worry about that. Big shout out to Mitch King too from Linktree and Bolster for... Um, suggesting Yasmin Paul. He wrote that in the comments and we read, we hit Yaz up and all over it. So that was a really good episode. Uh, next up, we have the Iron Man, the statue, Kane Eckstein. He's got a good rig and a good story, doesn't he? Oh, he's the, he's the man. He can't yeah. stop winning. He can't stop winning. I'm sick of him jumping out of planes too and making... and he makes jumps me, out of plane yeah. with his perfectly sculpted body and <laughs> yeah. does his things and no fear and then goes out for a 30k run. Yeah. I can't even walk up the stairs without getting puffed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was good to hear from his perspective because I don't do a lot of the stuff he does. So World record holder for, for oh, pull-ups. Yeah, the, yeah, the pull-up king, isn't he? Is, uh, that, that's a good story, actually. Go dig back into that. That's a that's a ripper. Most most pull-ups in 24 hours, so that is unreal. Moving on, uh, you had a bit of a stint, quick stint, before things sort of took off with what you're doing. Um, your old... Old bosses, Danny and Julian, all squares. Yeah, the super sub. Yeah, it was their little quick hit. Um, they're good blokes. It was really good to have them on to share the all squares story and how they've been able to build their business. Um, 
they're absolutely weapons you know they, they they're good at their job and love what they do and they got a good crew around them so i'll look forward to watching them grow throughout this year over linkedin and instagram and all the other good shit it's a big love to danny and julian oh, this next episode was um it was pretty confronting for us we we actually it was it, we had spoke to lisa curry on the pod and um within a week had that horrible news about her, da- her da- daughter passing and uh to be honest it was it just felt so it, it uh, talking to her a few days before that happened and then had that all coming out. It well, was... Yeah, asking questions about her life and getting an insight into her family and, and all that sort of stuff. And then for this to happen so soon after, it was pretty weird, wasn't it? It was I... just so sad how it was just in the headlines everywhere. And it was just the, the like her daughter's death was dramatized for clicks. And that was, mm. I was, it was pretty, pretty fucking it weird to say, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, big love to Lisa Curry and her episode um, was. Oh, mum loved yeah. it. Mum loved she... it. Sick. She's the golden girl of Aussie swimming, you oh, know? I love Lisa. Hey, big, big bad Todd Welling. Hey, Todd Welling, he is a, is he Dexter? Is he chopping bodies up in the middle of the night? He's one cool cat, isn't he? Oh, big, love, build, to, big build, love to Toddy Welling. He's gone global, huh? He's taken on the big players in the world and he's coming out on top, so. Uh, David and Goliath, he's just smacking Goliath in the chin, isn't he? He's doing some interesting, he's always, he's quick on things, he's done the Instagram lives, he's on the clubhouse. He's just acquiring new agencies left, oh. right, and center. Makeamoves.com. Is he yeah. New Zealand's Bezos, is he? Uh, if you haven't gone out and checked out the episode with Toddy Welling and you want to understand how the internet works and how to grow a business online, um, I feel like that episode is the most tangible stuff around what the fuck is going on in the world because there's a reason why all these brands are choosing to go with Overdose Digital and work with Todd mm. because he knows his shit. And I was on that podcast. So you were on that <laughs> Yeah, I was on Overdose and Chill, so if you want to check that one out, I feel like they got they landed way more clients after that. What, after getting me, in? They just said, look, they all just started coming. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Anyway. <laughs> Abby Burgess. Hurts, it? Abby Burgess, she's a legend. Australian lacrosse player yeah. and uh, head of people and culture at uh, Redbubble. Red yeah. she's, she was an inspiring human. Her chat was unreal, and she's, she's a weapon. How she balances everything, the family life too. She was on maternity leave at the time, wasn't she? So... Um, big love to Abby. Can't wait to slap sticks with you in the future. Um, excited for what whatever you're doing in the future and look forward to following your journey. That sounded like a script, didn't it? Yeah, but it was all right. It was all right. Hey, the big nec- love, Ab. The next one is, this one was a bit of a surreal episode for me. Um, I loved Hacking Growth, the, uh, the book by Sean Ellis. And we got to have a chat with big Shawnee Ellis all the way from California over in the States who had helped build um, the growth funnels for Dropbox and Eventbrite as their head of growth marketing there. And uh, to be honest, we've stayed in touch. We ha- we hosted a couple of clubhouse rooms together and had a bit of a, hey, Sean, what's going on? And we start- we talked to him about um, dealing drugs on that clubhouse <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, he, and he, he went along with the joke, which is good. The and- California cruiser, there's not a hair out of place. He's another chiseled man um, who knows what he's doing and... I feel like that whole episode could be clipped up into a YouTube just highlights package because what he was dropping was absolute nonsense. Yeah, if, you're, if you're interested in how to grow a business using data, data-led and data-driven decisions. If you're a nerd and you want to build a business. It's not even if you're a nerd. Honestly, <laughs> and even if you're not a nerd, go do yourself a favor, listen to this episode because he gives you the information you need. So Todd Welling and Sean Ellis, <laughs> listen to those two and then just do your shit. I like that. Sophie Parker. Sophie Lawrence Parker, yeah. What an absolute treat to have her on. Uh, one of the co-founders of Donata, uh, the sugar-free ice cream. Um, she was another one we had a few requests for to get, get them on. So to have Sophie on, who I don't think has done any media, if not 
like anything really. So, um, and she heads up the brand there. So we really wanted to pick her brain about what she's doing there at Donata. They're over there in WA, so it's a bit more isolated than it is over here in Vic and New South Wales and, and areas like that. So um, it was really good to get an insight into her life and what she's been able to build with her friends. and Sick brand. Sick brand. We're big fans of Donata. I could eat that ice cream all fucking day. So. And the merch, unreal. I reckon I've taken off my Donata hat. I seriously don't. I think you shower with it on. I've, it's my favourite. It fits so nicely on my head. Yeah, it's a good colour too. Talking about hats that fit really nicely on your head. Oh, Liam Scanlon, eat your water. Hey, he said he doesn't give freebies, but he's, he does have a pair of influences. He does give freebies too, so he's lying in his post. Uh, we're, we're calling you out, Liam. We're calling you out, mate. You look after the best of the best. Roger Federer gets hooked up. Lockie Bradford and Robbie Hicks get hooked up. <laughs> you know how it is. We love eat your water. Oh, I could wear every hat in their catalogue, I reckon. Oh, I just like how he operates. He, he, he was up high in the uh, Ecom Awards again. He's uh, Next year, I reckon you can get that number one spot and he'll fucking love it because we called him out this podcast. <laughs> he'll, he'll love it. And he'll love it. <laughs> Honestly, he would. Because yeah. we called him out on his on the when we had our chat with him on the podcast because he commented should have been higher yes. from Eat Your Water account. And we know who runs the Eat, Eat Your Water account. It's you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but seriously, they're... Uh, Eat Your Water has been a brand that we've had taken inspiration from, not just in the podcast, but in Obi's, and to see what he Liam's been able to build over the last six years, and it just he's 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 got a team now. He's got a warehouse. He's got Gull there packing orders. He's whipping him. He's, <laughs> he's whipping him. I'm looking at all the grabs. He might as well have a what's it? He might as well have a whip. Uh-oh. You, you know what I mean? He literally l- lashes him 100. percent Anyway, we good love hats. Liam. Can't good wait hats. to see what they do next. He's just he's just a good dude. Big love to Liam. Hey, big love to Matt Jones too. He's another weapon. Uh, Four Pillars Gin. If you haven't tried that and you like gin, you're an idiot because that's the best going. So go go give that a sip. But yeah, what a chat with him. Um, that was an, I feel like I took a lot out of that Modern chat. Modern Australian business. Yeah, like and, and uh, curating your own story. And I feel like he's a good like father figure, like Mr. Miyagi sort of. Me- like, the Very way he thinks about words things. Words of wisdom. Yeah, he's a really good, insightful dude, isn't he? But he tell and he, and he explains it to you for dumb for dummies. Yeah, so I, that's why I love him. Honestly, he was he, he we've taken a lot of things from what he said from that episode. Modern Australian business. We've taken a lot into how we're building wellbeings group and to funny business, and we've used that as an example countless, countless, countless times. And not not quoting him at all. No, just our words. <laughs> our, our words. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Hey, Sarah and Jess from Naked Vice. Yeah, um, we love the girls there at Naked Vice. We've done a couple of things with them. We've had a Sarah on for an Instagram live and failed to fucking save. Failed to save, so only the select few that oh, the hundreds in. and hundreds that listened in. Yeah, the I, I think few. they're the select few. They're lucky. They're yeah, still, they it doesn't lucky. matter that there's yeah, a few hundred. They're yeah. still the select. And they're still the select. Yeah, but they, they've. Uh, I like the way that how how long it's taken them to get to where they are because we often hear of all these businesses who come in and smash it out of the park straight away, but. These girls have just stuck to it for a long time, like seven to 11 years, wasn't it? So um, to build that out and, and keep the faith and keep the motivation and to now reap the rewards, I'm super pumped for them and I can't wait for what the future holds for them. Yeah, I want to get a pair of those tracksuit pants. I want to get we'll on the feed. On. Get us on the feed. Come on, Sarah. A husband-wife duo, Shana Kennedy. Yes, yeah, Shana. Uh, your mum had her book before we had her on. And Author, didn't even know. life coach, uh, all-round good human, mm. just... You can tell why they're just... No, she's kicking goals, isn't she? There's a reason why her books fly off the shelf. Because she's bloody good at what she does. She's bloody good at what she does. And um, yeah, I I like um, keeping up to date with her on LinkedIn. She shares some 
good good uh, content around um, being authentic and I don't know, shares her services, but it actually resonates and, and hits hard. So go follow her on LinkedIn too. She's a good one. Hey, Johan. Johan Panaya, he's one cool cat. I've liked this dude for ages. He's um, IOU Records and, and they look after like bands like Violent Soho, Desi Death Rays, City Calm Down, a uh, bunch of others, Jack River, all that sort of stuff. But he, him and what he's been able to build and how he built it just through um, paying the rent and, and his story and journey into music, um, rap that we know him. And uh, I was so, super excited to drop, drop that chat because I know a lot of people... Uh, look up to him and what he's doing because he's so, he's so young and he's just smashing it, you know? Hey, Martin Heppel, Resilience Project. Uh, if you want... Resilience Project are actually one of... I think they're uh, Australian recognisable now, what they've been able to create there with their brand, going out and talking about mental resilience and mental health and well-being across uh, the younger generations and the, some of the, tool, the tools and resources that they're providing to people, especially in trying times like COVID was... Um, I'm just pumped that we had someone on and, and Martin and hearing his story and yeah, big, big love to the Resilience Project. He was quite open and honest in that chat too, so <coughs> definitely dig back and give that a listen. Uh, next up we have Saint Sinner who just dropped her new album, uh, Rainbow Road, I think it's called. Um, she was the, well, she's a touring singer for Tycho and was featured on uh, their Gra- album Weather. Grammy nominated artist. Grammy nominated artist and um, she was 22, so she's only really young, going on tour with a bunch of they're like 40 year olds or whatever but to play to have that experience and to hear her journey on how it's been able to unfold for her and um some of the projects she's working on we were talking really deep about like the music as a product and seeing the the visuals and not just the music and how the live show is going to be what the t-shirts are going to be what the cover is going to be really good for creatives that one yeah 100 percent. a slam and sam I love Sam Wood. I like Sam Wood too. Uh, is he a serial killer? Because I feel like everyone has good vibes about. You know what I mean? Like he won the award, Entrepreneur of the Year. Did he? Yeah, I think last he did. year. Yeah, I think so. It sounds uh, about right. Sounds about right. He, he loves awards. He looks like an award. I reckon. <laughs> he looks yeah. like an award. Don't you reckon? Oh, but we got to hear under story about how Twenty Eight by Sam Wood, um, how he's built that business out. What they've he's doing some pretty incredible things at the moment with his team there and. Uh, he's just a good dude. Excited to go out and have a beer with him. Oh, at the SP, mate. Just uh, get that uh, red rope and just wrap that around that booth and we're good let's, to go. Let's get naughty, Sam. Yeah, awesome. Haley Worley, talking about growth and scaling a business. She's just gone from strength to strength, hasn't she? She's winning awards similar to Liam in the e-com space with um, the Sheet Society. Um, we're wrapped. I sleep in. I sleep in the Sheet Society, and I've got to tell you, I've never had a better night's sleep. Well, Haley Worley integrating technology with uh, physical products and and home homewares. It's just she's she's a bloody legend, and oh, people should listen to her more. She got lot, she's got lots of valuable things to share with the world. Well, I got her involved in a couple of things that I was doing, like with with work, and she it's speaks good she on you, yeah. No, 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 but she speaks really well. Yeah, like that's does. what I mean. Like I feel like she should do heaps of that no, shit. People should be hitting her if you want to yeah. have someone that's worth your time listening to. Listen to Haley Worley. Speaking of people, you should listen to Laura Henshaw, another weapon who's absolutely killing it. Um, to be honest, we've sort of my missus Tales. She loves Laura Henshaw and keep it cleaner and what they those girls are doing there so to have her on and hear about how she's been able to build that they've had some interesting things haven't they happen happen with them and um what they do not really up my alley nutrition and shit like that but uh i'll learn a bit well i just and she was she was 
really, really nice. Shared our stuff, helped us out. It was pretty early days in the pod. Um, so for her to come on and agree to come on and have a chat, we big love to Laura Henshaw. And... Looks good in the PR, doesn't it? It's a good name. <laughs> she's, she's a weapon, though, she honestly. She's an absolute weapon. We look forward Talking to it. Talking about absolute weapons, though, someone, one of our favourite humans that we've met throughout um, our time launching the pod on our live show. Just all-round good friend, I would say. Erica Gerrard's... Uh, what a weapon. Yeah, we're so grateful at the relationship we've got with um, her and the, the girls at Fluff. They're doing amazing things. The Patagonia of cosmetics, really. Um, dig deep and follow their content because they're doing some game-changing stuff. Yeah, if you haven't checked out Fluff yet, get around that and do it now. But also, and then come to our live show. And come see. to our live show and see, uh, see Erica straight her stuff live. I like it. Hey, hey. the crab man, huh? <laughs> we're crab walking into this. <laughs> Another good ball man who's just absolutely killing it. He's the co-founder of Virtual Impossible, yeah. That's it. Crowdfunding yeah. extraordinaire. So if you ever wanted wanted to know what the fuck is crowdfunding and how to do it, um, mm. go and listen to Alan Crab because he is the the king of Australia. The Crab Man. 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 Hey, Cooper Chapman. Oh yes. He would, he would have stepped on a few crabs coming from near, near the oh, beach. That's a shit joke. <laughs> that's a shit joke. We missed him the other night. He was out at Urban Surf, but we I think he was there the night before. Yeah. Um, but Cooper Chapman, he's just. We've, we've known Coop for a while now and get to see what he's doing there with his pod and um, building out with his own the good human factory and doing some amazing, amazing things, helping the youth of the youth of today set yeah. their future up for tomorrow. Yeah, I like that. He's moulding a few minds there, Coop. Keep up the good work, mate. We love it. Big love, Coop. Uh, Reese Cohen. Well, this is a bit of a naughty one, wasn't it? I've, I've told this story about me just fucking up the copy for this episode. Um, because this, this was something that not many people speak about, wasn't We're it? trying to break the stigma of cannabis and Locke went hard as and said, Ganja, Mary Jane, the devil's lettuce, the kush, you know? Are just some of the words. Oh, anyway. We, 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 it, we're talking it, about cannabis. Not Explain. many people clicked on it, but... Like, not many people clicked on it. I think it, it was the copy that put them off, you know? I just think they got to... But if you want to understand what was going on, this was right before uh, New Zealand had their referendum, which actually failed 52 to 48, which was really interesting. It flew, I think Close. that's. I think that's. it's a lot quicker, a lot closer than it was last time. I think it was 67 to 33 the last time they did it a few years before. Do you reckon that I pod? Actually, do you reckon we ruined it with that pod? We no, I don't think we ruined it. But I do think that Australia is going to follow trend on what New Zealand do. But um, then we was losing out that referendum puts us back a couple of years. Australia is very, very conservative, and I, I, I see things changing. It's interesting to see where it's going to go. But I still think we're a, a while off being able to walk down the street and um, pick up, uh, go into a bud tender and uh, pick up some, <laughs> pick up some, some ganja. I might become a doctor, Doctor Green. Huh? <laughs> doctor Green, see me, I'll wear the cape. Hey, talk uh. about Doctor Green. Oh, James Tidswell, he smoked a lot of green in his life, <laughs> 100%. His story's fucking unreal. Another long podcast, but that was one we couldn't just stop. We couldn't tune out, could we? Yeah, he's, he's a good dude. and um, His like, routines and shit, for a rock star, is very different. Like, people assume they get Can you believe he was friends and... with Lee Matthews? No, that's a strange encounter, wasn't it? If, if you ever thought that um, how good a coach Lee Matthews is, he, he's he's practically mentored and coached Violent Soho from a cafe. From a cafe, you wouldn't you wouldn't pick that. But that that's was an interesting, yeah. And his journey, his story, and that's the episode that Naz actually listened to that he loved. Really? Fun yeah. Fact. Fun, fun fact. Yeah. You'll hear that fun fact very soon. Yeah, I fucking ruined that. Oh, yeah. I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk about all round <laughs> legends. Oh, the fastest man. Alive. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peter Bowl, um, he's on a winning tear at the moment in the 800 metre. Uh, he's just been a, pip, a shy off that Olympic qualifying time, his last two races, but he's, he's four Ws in a row. 
800 meter Australian world. 800 meter Peter. 800 meter Peter, uh, Australian representative. He's had an amazing. Um, he's had an incredible life. Um, listening to Peter, how happy he is, and his joy for life. He is just it's infectious. It's infectious, and he's had he's had a hard life, you know. Yeah. Like, and to see someone spread so much positivity, have so much drive, and he's just a very, very inspiring, intelligent, yeah, incredible person. He's someone you want to be around all of the time. Yeah, he's I, a ripper, man. I can't wait to see what he can achieve when he puts his uh, as he continues to put his mind to it and. Um, train reaps the rewards for some of the hard training that he does. Yeah. I, Skip a few hot chocolates, mate. Huh? Oh, I do. He does love a cafe and a coffee and, and a marshmallow chocolate. and shit. He oh, loves he it. He loves huh? it. He's huh? the sugar king. Anyway. Who, we, who we got on during the break? Who we got on? Hey, we got our our friends at Unified Music Group, uh, Janet Comerford, Dan Asamento, our two managers, the two people that are behind the scenes helping us build out this bad boy. Uh, enjoy. Yeah, listen in. Dan Asamento, Jaden, welcome, welcome to our hundredth episode. Hey. Thanks for having hey. us. How exciting! It is. We're, we're we're pretty excited. We're only tapping back into our favourite guests, so it's a honour and a privilege. It's um, you know, we've been working together since. I look back in our messages, Jaden, and I flicked you one in like I think you flicked me one back in early September, and I look back and go, "Fuck, that's a fair while ago now." A lot's happened in that time, eh? Totally. Yeah, it was deep COVID uh, lockdown in Melbourne, trying to figure out what to do with my time, and uh, LinkedIn was becoming quickly becoming one of my best friends and i guess thanks to it i found you guys so uh even better oh, mate, we it love is so weird team. reflecting back is that because we spoke about i know this is a it's, it's a good point to reflect on on our 100th episode but Locke and i launched this pod and we talked heavily about the importance of linkedin and us putting linkedin 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 content out and the fact that i guess we're all sitting here today on the call having a chat based on the round that exact thing it's pretty surreal yeah, it's I, weird. I think for me, pre-COVID, LinkedIn was a yeah place where recruiters sort of bugged you and, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. And it's obviously an incredible business that they built. But yeah, it really grew into this really like new age social platform for professionals uh, through COVID, for me anyway. Uh, and it's still become a real source of truth on all sorts of things. So um, I'm, I'm really grateful for, for what it's done, to be honest with you. Oh, I love that. Well, you've been using it more too. I've seen you've been doing more posts and you've been getting a lot more love on the posts you've been doing oh, since you first just, put it out. You're the, you're, uh, you could be the new king, I reckon. I might hand over the crown to you. I'm, try, I'm trying to impress you guys, to be honest with you, because I'm like, well, if we're working together, I better sort of, you know, build my build my platform. And I don't feel that comfortable on Insta and all that sort of stuff. And I'm definitely not the guy for TikTok, but LinkedIn, I think I might have a place there. What about you, Naz? You're going to get on the TikTok, start doing some dancing? Yeah, I like scrolling the the TikTok. Um, there's there's some funny stuff on there, but uh, but yeah, I think uh, boring old Nas is more suited to uh, you know, good boring old LinkedIn. I reckon in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you'd be heavy into the Reddit, Dan. I reckon you would have been heavy into the threads. Yeah, I've, I've I haven't really uh, done the deep dive on Reddit, but maybe I should check it out. Are you uh? Do you like putting the tinfoil hat on and 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 diving deep? I'm not smart enough to navigate Reddit. I tried to, and it's just like, there's so much shit going on. I'm like, I don't even know how to add a comment or talk to people. So if I could figure it out, I probably would. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Not, not much experience in that space. But we want to we ask you about some of your favorite guests so far. You can't say each other, but if there's anyone else that you thought um, was one of our better episodes, we'd love to hear about it. 
Yeah, for uh, for me personally, think thinking back, the first episode I listened to was was James Tidswell, which was uh, uh, just a whirlwind of a, a conversation that you guys had with him, uh, and really insightful and and inspiring. Um, yeah, nothing in particular, I guess, just in general, the learning new things and new worlds. Um, I always reference uh, learning about uh, agriculture tech over Christmas and, uh, and, and just worlds that I'd never thought uh, I'd, I'd, I'd come across um, or learn about. And I think that's just the beauty of the pod in, in general. But I think, yeah, Tidswell is that first introduction into uh, the podcast for me is probably you know, the standout for, and the sentimental reasons of being the, the first one. But uh, what about you, JC? Yeah, mine's probably a bit more recent. Um, love Titswell, um, very good friend and uh, amazing guitar player. Um, but uh, most recently with Poppy Reed from Rolling Stone Australia. Um, Poppy's also a friend and someone we do a lot of work with. I was, Rach, my wife and I had lunch with her today. Um, but yeah, just, you know, for starters, seeing such an amazing woman in such a powerful position, um, working at, you know, running, you know, the most iconic music uh, publication in the world. And yeah, just sort of giving an insight into how she does what she does. Um, and that's to me what I love about Funny Business. It's giving uh, giving people insight into these people that have got interesting careers, you know. Uh, a lot of people maybe don't stop and think about the people behind the scenes in roles like that and to inspire people and, you know, give people an insight, I think is a really great thing. And yeah, Poppy's just someone that I've always been a big fan of. So yeah, that'd be my pick. Oh, I love that. And that just reminded me about, we were talking today about, um, we see all these artists and all these, oh, the, the talent and all that sort of stuff. And they're massive on Instagram and, and all that sort of jazz, but the people behind it, the creatives, the business people behind it, I don't feel like they get um, shone a light on enough, I suppose. And people don't understand the enormity of some of the projects and and what they do to make this this big, I suppose. So I feel like for me personally, it's tapping into them them sort of people and they, them careers really opens my eyes and helps me see things in a different light, I suppose. Well, I think we saw it when we went, um, we came out to Urban Surf, Naz, and got to go and see what goes on to put on an Ocean Alley show and how many people are involved in it. And it's sort of like, it's a circus, isn't it? It's a, there's, there's people doing shit everywhere. It's a big production, eh? And you're looking at outside in, you go, oh, the band, that they put out music, they're a rock band, but there's so much more details that go into it for us to be able to learn some of those things and see firsthand and, I guess, shadow you guys and be involved with stuff. It's, it's been a pretty, like what you mentioned, it's been a pretty surreal experience so far. Well, and like the thing is, we're, you know, being in business ourselves, we're behind the scenes. If we wanted to be on stage, you know, we'd figure it out. Um, but we we don't. But at the same time, you know, as you guys say, Funny Business is a podcast for free thinkers. I say Funny Business is a podcast also for people that give a shit about their careers. Um, and if you want to learn about interesting careers, come to Funny Business and hear from hear from Ocean Alley's manager, hear from the uh, the founder of Heaps Normal, hear from the editor of Rolling Stone Australia, like you know, and inspire other people to think, oh, maybe that could be my career one day. That that's really cool. Oh. You sent us something last night, JC, actually, which was funny because I'd sent something locked us, which was pretty similar around what does the next generation who are at school at the moment, what are the jobs that they want to get into? And I'll tell you right now, half those jobs when we were at school, not even that long ago, what, 10 years ago now, just yeah. over, yeah. I don't even think that they really existed. So yeah. thinking about what the next generation wants to get into and 
how can we shine a light and show examples of people who are in similar industries or they're touching industries that, that are around it. It's um, for us, we, we definitely would love to inspire people to dream bigger, think bigger and give them, I guess, a, a framework or a blueprint to follow and say, Hey, here's how you do it. Go have a crack. Yeah, for sure. Like, and being in music, like, you know, I'm, I finished high school in 2001 and yeah, like, and I don't hold this against them, but my careers counselor at school was like, there is no way you're going into the music industry. Like you're going to university and you're getting a real job. And like, I don't hold it against them because the music industry has been the wild west for so long, but the music industry and many other industries that might seem com convoluted and uh, complicated are really great industries to be in and to create those pathways is something that's so important. Something that I'm really passionate about. I love that. Uh, what about who would you like to see on the pod? Who's a dream guest for you? Who do you want us to uh, to chat with? Oh, wow. That's a big one. Let's throw someone under the bus here. Let's throw someone big under the bus. You got someone up your sleeve, Dan? Oh, Dan? You're laughing, Dan. Come on. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm a big... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm reaching off the top of my head here. I'm a big film guy, uh, as, as we, we talked about on, on um, our pod. Um, a lot of homegrown talent behind the lens. But for me, a story I'd love to, to hear from is either, is either Lee Winnell or James Wan, two incredible directors taking on the world, um, uh, taking on Hollywood um, as, as Australian filmmakers. Um, that's one for me. Uh, I reached out to James Wan and I said, I, I was trying to surprise you. I was going to go, our manager, Dan, fucking loves you. You'd be our dream guest. We want to surprise him. So I don't know if he's seen the message, but um, I ruined the surprise there. But we're trying to get him on for you, man, already. I'll, I'll act surprised. I'll act surprised. Yeah, please. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I want to, I, and I've, I've just got to ask her, I really want to get my friend, Jess DeCrew, who started Splendor in the Grass on this. So, uh under the bus um let's get andy walsh to help with that one as well um but uh i reckon we got to get jim collins on my oh. number one my number one business guru let's get big jim on and we'll talk we'll talk about for about two hours about the flywheel and how to set that bad boy up and i've got his book i haven't read it yet but you know you inspired me to buy it so one day when i'm in the bath i'll give it a read i'll, I'll read i'll read it to you one day but if I reckon you get you him on, do, yeah you should I'll do the there. audible i'll be getting his autograph That'd be epic. That would be really soothing to listen to, actually. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing audibles? Have you ever thought about reading books, Jaden? Uh, I've thought about a lot of things, but that's one thing I haven't thought about. But uh, I'll give it. I'll give it some thought. <laughs> what about uh, What about you guys? Is there, uh, you know, what right now? Who Who is uh, Who's the number one? I think my mum, my mum would kill me if we didn't get Mark Wahlberg on. She's still like, you can flick him an email, and I'm like, I holy doubt he's just waiting for for an email from me, but. If we could get him on, I reckon that'd be cool. Like, I don't know, just dream big, I suppose. But he's interesting. I don't know. I never really liked him as an actor. I just want to please mum. Please mum. Please mum. Mum as well. That's nice. Boy, yeah. That's get, nice. Get some approval. Yeah. I'd like to get Kelly Slater. Oh, yeah, be epic. I just, just because I, in terms of sports and longevity at the top and be a sustained career and doing interesting things, he has lots of opinions, wants to put the world in a better place, but he's just done so many interesting things in his life, you know, and he'd be... Maybe if he doesn't, if he doesn't drop off a cliff next next season, he's still down here at Bells. We might be able to rope it in by the time April comes around next year, but we'll see. Mm. That'd be awesome. Oh, hey. Lads, yeah. thank you so much for jumping on and having a chat for our hundredth episode. And thank you for all your love and support and guidance. Um, we, we definitely wouldn't you, be yeah. in this position without you both. So 
thanks again for jumping on and having a chat. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. No worries at all. Take care, guys. Happy 100. How good are Jan and Dan? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was Dan, that natural? Was that good? Yeah, it was close. Hey, Dan the man Wern. Is that what we're up to? Who are we up to? Dan, Dan Wern, Upbank extraordinaire. Well, was it Upbank? Previous at Upbank, now at Facebook. As a product designer, working in the working in the pay payments over there, over in Silicon Valley, riding around on a Segway, uh, living the dream, spiking his hair up, patting the dog, going to the gym. <laughs> spiking his hair up. <laughs> he's, he's a cool dude, Stop man. spiking your hair up. <laughs> no, we love Dan Wern. We can't wait to party with you when you're back, baby. Yeah, come on, come back. Come back, we, man. We need you, Dan. We, we do need you. We do need you. Uh, Big love. No, you told what else do you want to say about Dan? He's a good friend. I think Dan's a good friend. Then <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Hey, talking about people who... Well, I had something really clever to say, a nice little rollover, now I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> Fuck. North Melbourne mm. wanted Paul Ruse. And they got him. And they got him. Yeah, part-time consultant. After they listened to him on the Funny Business podcast, I'm pretty sure they were like, he is our man. I think when he rocked up for the interview for the role, he showed a few snippets from our podcast. I think, I'm pretty sure that he used it as part of his portfolio to get the job because... Yeah. Uh, some of the words, some of the the king of advice. culture. Yeah, he is the king, the culture king, culture king. Um, you, you see his his content out there on LinkedIn, the culture couch. Yeah, yeah, he's loving it. He loves it. He loves it. He bloody loves it. Hey, but hey, uh, we, we love Paul. <laughs> yeah, we love Ruzi, bro. <laughs> we talked to Ruzi. He wanted to go for a coffee, didn't he? Yeah, we missed that boat. We missed that boat. You don't reckon? You reckon you'll go for a coffee with us oh, now? No, Paul. If you're listening, we're still down for coffee. <laughs> We'd love that coffee. Yeah, Paul. we love a coffee, Paul. Hey. Chris Wilson, this is someone who, uh, early guest of the pod, someone we got on who's still very much uh, influential in our lives, and we, we, we love big bad Chris Wilson. Excited for that, Sailor Jerry's and dry with you, mate. Um, looking forward to catching up in person. If you haven't heard his episode yet, talking about customer experience, digital strategy, uh, heavy hitter. He's a heavy hitter. He's another one of them people you just love being around because... He helps you because he's smart, you know, so you can just regurgitate some of his information onto your friends and feel intelligent because what he's got to say is important and uh, we really value him and his support. 100%. Uh, Amy Stanton. Hey, this is mum's favourite episode. Amy Stanton, if you haven't seen House Rules last year, she was uh, one of the contestants with Kane. Uh, she does Tiny Houses, Tiny Stays. Go check her out. The Lady Trady on Instagram. She's a fucking hustler, isn't yeah, she? she's a hustler. She's got her courses. She's doing shit. She's making it happen. What, she's did we, one of the... what did we go to? What did we appear on? Uh-huh. We went something with her. We did something one of her nights. Oh, yeah. We had, um, I think, a Motivation Monday or something. Motivation Club. That was it. That was it, yeah. And we went there to motivate. And we went there to motivate. But I don't I know f- if we did it. She's one of them people, though. You just know that they're going to be successful. It doesn't matter what they do because they've got, they've got it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, she's she's a she's a hustler. Mm. I just think she's a good human. I like talking about how she pitches ideas and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting. Talk about interesting. <laughs> Angus, love it. Oh, he's fucking interesting. Hey, hey, Nick, Nick Bowles' <laughs> Nick brother-in-law, um, the first first person ever to do Facebook ads. Yeah, which is a bit weird. Um, to us. He built. Help build Candy Crush, the performance marketing there for Candy Crush. <laughs> made now, them billions. Made them billions, and now working with Candy Crush. Uh, now working with Pokemon Go and doing some other things he's got on the side. He is a smart motherfucker, huh? Oh my god, his shoes would be worth more than my fucking house. I reckon. <laughs> huh? He's just honestly some of the wild stories that he has to tell, like blowing budget, like blowing a ten million dollar budget and shit. 
You just have to go back and listen to it. He, it's he lives on another planet, doesn't he? Yeah, he he's does. on a, he's in a different world to us, and uh, glad glad we can touch base with him. I like going out. We were, we were lucky enough at um, Pulse's birthday. We went out for a few drinks, and Angus was there, and uh, he's just a funny dude, bro. He's so funny, he's slick Rick. Oh, he just makes me laugh. Huh? I love him. Not a hair out of place. <laughs> I love just, it. He's just. They talk about not a hair out of place. These two boys, oh, huh? they love themselves. They love sick. themselves sick. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Jacko, Q, and Paul Clementi, the boys from Empower. Oh man, I love these boys. Paul yeah. Clementi, congratulations! Just recently engaged uh, to Beck. Oh yeah, congratulations! Yeah. What a man. Pop the question. Pop the question. Pressure's on, Jacko. Have you seen? Have you seen his uh, haircut lately, Paul? Nah. It's fucking cool, man. It's is fast. It? Yeah, he's it's just a fast haircut. There's a yeah. few fast haircuts going around. Jack OQ, beast, isn't he? Yeah, he likes he likes looking himself in the mirror too, Jack OQ. <laughs> no, but seriously, what they've built there at Empower, um, the community that they've built, how they've done it, um, people homegrown, you know, people mm. close in our in our area where we where we've grown both grown up and uh, I just think Jacko is a good human and we love big love to the Clementis. I might go in the recovery room, I reckon, put a couple of them things on my legs and just after a pretend workout and I feel like it'll we're all good. Oh, I'll tell you, about talking about a pretend workout. Caleb huh? Daniel. Caleb Daniel. Oh. Has, he, has he laid a tackle? Oh, no, he doesn't need to, mate. When you're that good, do you need to? Oh, That's he, the question. Does he get? I want to know, does he get disappointed if he runs around the back and someone doesn't give him the handball? I feel like do they, they get dragged? I feel like they should. I feel like they should, yeah. He what, had a massive year last year. Hey, and he kicked it off brilliantly with jumping on our podcast. So another one that just reaped the rewards of jumping on the podcast early <laughs> and had a fantastic year. All-Australian, yeah. best and fairest. The best and fairest winner for the club, yeah. Uh, appeared on the Funny Business podcast. Appeared on the Funny Business. He's just kicking goals, this cat. And uh, I reckon he might back it up again this year. Him and Bailey Williams might fight it out. For the BNF, for the BNF, I oh, he's. I just love watching him play. I, every 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 time I watch the doggies, I just want to text him and just say, "Your skills are unreal." We like watching your skills, mate. Yeah, they're good. hey, Jackie Frank, Jack, Jack, Jackie. Oh, you were gonna say that, but say it with a bit more oomph. Go Jack, on. Jack, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Frank, another weapon uh, of the industry. We had she. That was a big fucking guest to have on early, wasn't it? Yeah, Jackie Frank. She blew us away. She blew us away. I remember cutting up this actually because this is when we were still doing headliner videos for the, you know, the hook or whatever. And there's just so many to choose from from this episode. So words of wisdom, nuggets mm. of gold. Go back. We're getting progressively worse in our <laughs> approach, but that's okay. You can see our improvement. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, Marcus Kellett. Marcus Kellett. King Kellett. I love keeping up to date with all things Kellett. I know we spoke to. Oh, we haven't spoke to Pulse yet. Stop ruining <laughs> We've got him on coming up next, but he uh, threw Marcus under the bus and, and uh, got him to appear on our podcast. And it was love at first sight with Marcus. I love watching him throw all the parties. He's, if Amps, I'm watching... Ampersand Projects. Ampersand um, Projects, yeah. Vodka Soda Rand, Gin Soda Rand, a few other things they got going on. Just reinvented. The, the, the game has changed. The game has changed, right? They've got a new bottle. It's off its head. <laughs> there are new aluminium... Um, keep keep bottles? Yeah, some. It's fucking good. Just go check it out. Go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on Instagram, it's good. Oh, Mark Matthews. He was the first one, hey, that we were like, fuck, this is real. I can't believe we're talking to him. Like, I remember watching him on TV. just a bit surreal, eh? I like talking to Mark. He still takes the piss out of us. He's got the greenery in the background. He had a very nice setup. As he transitioned from live talks to uh, Zoom calls, and he didn't like our setup, did he? He's not a fan of our one plant, huh? Hey, well, sorry, we don't have the perfectly placed photo of us in a big barrel and our surfboards and a plant behind us. You didn't know? get that opportunity, mate, because I'm too scared. Oh, but uh, seriously, um, Mark Matthews, that was still 
for me, we're talking about Attic Ponya that stood out. Mark Matthews is still an episode for me that st- stands out. Um, mm. Inspiring story. His his mindset, everything that it's fighting fear. Just just go listen to that episode. Yeah. Uh, someone very close to this show, friend of the show, family, family of the show. Yeah. Who is it? Rook Smith. I don't know. You were fucking kill me in. Um, Sorry. Yeah, Rocky Smith. He was another good one. He was uh, a bit of trivia for you. He was actually the first episode we actually recorded but we never released it because we were learning and we it was yeah, a bit we, shit wasn't it we appreciate Rog um, sticking with us and letting us be uh, trial things with him yeah yeah but yeah. you were actually saying some things in the car on the way home the other day you were laughing because you were messaging back and forth and then you used to, you just started bragging about Rourke was younger than me and I used to fucking bash him when he was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so Rourke, if you want to come over and fucking give him the treatment now, yeah. I'd love to see that and maybe bring in a piece of content and because yeah, he's saying he, he was a bit of a bully. I used to belt you and Liam on the beds, mate. You were just easy peasy, mate. Women's crazy. <laughs> anyway, speaking of bad boys, Tom Corp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Corp. Tom Core, we're getting oh, to the nitty gritty now. Oh, if you got to listen fuck. back, untitled pro, uh, untitled <laughs> group, group, <laughs> untitled projects. No, untitled group. Um, we really went deep. I think we really asked a few in, in, in invasive <laughs> yeah, questions yeah. in our interview style earlier. So, <laughs> how much do you make a year, man? <laughs> we didn't ask that. No, we didn't ask that. We do apologise, uh, Tom. I feel like your complete process of everything you do. If you wanted to come back on and chat, we're happy to give you a round two and probably give you a better, a better job. So we do apologise, but um, yeah. big love, Tom. Yeah, electric bar going off. Seen his, seen his Instagram. He's just he's everywhere you need to be on a Saturday night. Yeah, he? he does. He's got a sharp haircut too. I like it. Like yeah, him fast. Lizzie Watson. I'll tell you what. Since we spoke to Lizzie Watson, she's someone I'd call her family of the show as well, and um, mm. she's captain of Australian netball team. Pretty fucking weird, isn't it? With she got a W. She was the captain of a winning team over in New Zealand recently for uh, the Aussie Diamonds. I just she's she is an absolute. There is there is no better. There is in, no. in netball right now no. in the world. No, she is the best player in the world and uh, great role model for for young girls and young people who want to get into netball. Um, and I hope she gets into more talks and, and all that sort of stuff because she's got a good story to tell and we're so lucky to have her in our corner. And um, Big love to Liz. Yeah. We're sending lots, of, lots and lots of love. Um, going to be a bit of a different year for you, but we, we have lots lots and lots of love going on. <laughs> just repeat yourself Well, again. I don't know what we're That's allowed good, to say yeah. what we're not, yeah, so I'm, yeah. just, That's good. I'm just saying stuff. Hey, you know? hey, guess who else we got on? Who? We had on before Tammy Martin. This is the first version. Oh, well, shocking! Fuck, shocking! Bad, wow. bad business one. It's fucking. We love Tam. Family of the show. We just love Tam. Tam is the legend. Yeah. So, and she was very embarrassed after this episode. She didn't want to air it, and we weren't very good at doing podcasts, so we got very, very drunk and recorded this. So, pretty funny. Pretty funny. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, this is the. We're down to the last three. We got Avi Noam Zelenko. Don't say what's that because you don't know how to say it. I That's couldn't rude, see what man. It... That's very rude. Avi. At this point in time, he was a senior senior product manager at Atlassian. He now heads up the LinkedIn feed over there at LinkedIn in San Fran. In San Fran, uh, I just think he was a, a really cool dude to get on. Um, here for someone who's working in one of the big tech joints and here see under the covers and his experience and how he believes things should work and we've we've hit him up for some some trade secrets of how the linkedin feed works lately and he's pretty he's got his lips pretty tightly sealed so it's like friday at 11 o'clock at night i'll be like Harvey, 
what, what's, what's going your, on where's with your organic growth now man you have to pay for everything now yeah. huh? Avi what did you do to us what's what's yeah. going on with our post where's the algorithm at yeah yeah you know? can't you help us out man uh, give us the cheat codes Avi talking about people with the cheat codes uh, uh, Timmy Sullivan oh uh, Timmy Sullivan Timmy O'Sullivan that's what I said, said? Oh, yeah, sorry sorry for being hey. a stickler hey? huh? <laughs> a stickler a stickler hey. we're not I don't fucking say <laughs> so. when you're when you're just repeating what I'm saying and yeah. then you call me the parrot Copy. anyway Bay Juice Bay Juice Bay Juice they've gone from strength to strength but since we launched the pod it's been pretty cool to see what uh, Tim and Liam are doing over there at Bay Juice and Ticket TV reading news and got their own segments there they've got co-working space going up they've got Trady Tucker uh, they've still got um, the cafe that's going on there. He yeah. is talk about a hustler. He's a hustler. He's spinning plates, mate. Talk about that three plate carry. He's got that down pat on Timmy. Too many. Speaking of, yeah, no, some of the stories I think really um, that was like we gave. Obviously, our first episode went for ten minutes, and our second one went for an hour and ten. I think so. It was a big contrast and a big change, change up straight away. So Timmy takes us on a bit of a journey. I remember we had Zoom and we didn't even have the pro version, so. I think there was three times that we had to close it and come back in. And <laughs> How embarrassing! I don't know why I said that, <laughs> but that's true. But we thank you know thank thankful we knew Timmy and he was cool. And I'm pumped to get back on and hear. I reckon we're yeah. ready for round two. Oh, he's got some stories. I talk about round two of uh, our first ever guest. Nick Pulse was our first ever guest. We're down um, the last one already. Our last one, uh, and we're going to give him the respect he deserved by bringing him back on for our hundredth hundred episode. He didn't get. A fair episode in the, our first ever one, but there, I'll tell you 11. what though, if you if you want to know about business agility, agile, and um, all that sort of world, if you do go back and listen to the first episode, even though it wasn't a nice podcast, mm. it's a very good piece of information. Yeah, he, he, he just, factual, factual information. Yeah. No, no fun, but just fact, <laughs> zero fun. Let's have all the fun before we click record and then be real, real serious. You know? Yeah. All right. All right. Lesson learned. But anyway, yeah. enjoy a little uh, update from our. Friend, family of the show, Nick Pulse. And thanks for listening. No, we're, <laughs> oh, we're doing it. We're live. We're, we're with Recording. Nero Uno, um, our number one. You're taking us right back. I'm so excited. This is going down memory lane, Rob. I'm, I'm loving it. Number one ticket holder. Oh, you just said, Nick, you, you can you always remember your first. And how was your experience as our uh, first ever podcast guest? Well, it was a long time ago, man. Um, Fun, I think, loosely. It was just the just the three of us having a chat about what is agile. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. We, we we were just talking before. We were like, we probably didn't ask you about how you got into it, what you done beforehand. We spoke a little bit about footy, but we were quite nervous, to be honest. I, I was shaking a lot. I still remember. I was I was shitting myself. Just, and I know it was just me, mate. It was just me. I oh, know, but you're a big, you're a bit of a big deal. You're you're a big shot, mate. Robbie's been a big fan of yours for years. I remember. Living together, uh, Hutchie Street, you come home and you just talk about this Nick Pulse guy all the time. Oh, I'll be like, oh, here we go. You did, he goes, he's, get, he's giving me a chance. He's a really good bloke. You've got to meet him. Like, he's a really nice dude. And, you know, I've been nervous ever since. Honestly, I don't think I said any of those things. So I, I don't, don't think you would have either, mate. Settle down, Pulse, you know. <laughs> uh, but seriously, you, you only got first episode, you only got 12 minutes, I think. No, it was 11. A 11. Big one. It was a big one. Including an intro. So for those who are listening and who rudely didn't get asked it in the first ever time in, who are you and what do you do? Who am I? Who am I? That's a very deep, that's a very deep question. It's a very deep question. Um, who am I? I don't know. I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy who likes having fun. No, no, no. In all seriousness. Um, I'm a guy who, I don't know, started off 
his professional career, not really wanting to know what he wanted to do, right? And like, I still think 17, 16, 17 is far too young to be choosing what you want to do in life because you've got no experience of anything, right? Like, mm. um, so I played it safe and, choose, uh, and chose an accounting and finance degree. I thought, look, whatever I do, I always need numbers, right? So got into the accounting game and it was boring, man. Uh, apologies to all those accountants re- <laughs> listening in out there. Um, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't for me. Um, uh, and moved from like traditional finance accounting into kind of more like scenario analysis. And that was pretty cool. And then eventually got into more kind of project-based work. Um, which I really enjoyed because it was very similar to kind of my vocation outside of work, which was playing a little bit of football. Um, and I like kind of the team camaraderie, just uh, working together to achieve a common outcome, all that kind of good stuff. And then um, someone about 10 years ago, just over 10 years ago said, uh, what about this agile thing? I was like, oh, let's take a look at that, shall we? Um, and to be and to be perfectly honest, it was, it was pretty much how I kind of delivered projects anyway right like get a motivated group of people together um make sure we're all aligned on what the goal or, or purpose is everyone uh, is is on a level playing field they know what their role is but yet we're trying to achieve a, a team objective or outcome so it doesn't it's very much like football right doesn't matter if you're having a lousy day on the field as long as you win the game nothing nothing else really matters so um yeah, kind of drank the agile Kool-Aid and that's what I've been doing ever since. So um, now, now at a stage where I'm, I'm running the kind of business agility practice for uh, Accenture Solutions IQ across Australia and New Zealand. Um, and that's been a lot of fun. So I've been in that role 20 months and yeah, we've grown from eight people to over 40 now and uh, yeah, doing some really cool things. Oh, I'm glad you share, share all this shit on LinkedIn too, because I just copy everything you say and t- spew that to people <laughs> because you're one of the smartest dudes I know. And one of the most humble dudes I know we, we had the honor and privilege to come to your birthday out in the city and with Angus and that, and just to see you in your element with your mates, just having a good time and just talking. It was a, a good bit night, shit, wasn't mate. it? It was a good night. Oh mate, you just, you got a good crew around you and we're, we feel really lucky and blessed to be in your life, to be honest. Oh, vice versa. I, um, I was lucky enough to attend uh, Robbie's wedding and um, Sarah and I often talk about how, how, how nice all your friends are and, and the, and the close bunch of mates you've got and i think it's i think it's really special and, and, and important to surround yourself by just good honest people right well i think we've all got your food there pulse <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there were a few uh, drinks consumed let's be honest oh well, that's it hey, but so what has gone on since we talked to you so we talked to you our first episode dropped uh march uh april, april 20th so 420 well, actually april 19th because i was that worried i didn't know if it'd go out in time so i dropped it the day before and no one even knew and then i launched it on the next day well let's just not don't so really should i have said that or not I don't it, was about, it was about 11 months ago yeah well there you go yeah a lot, wow it's a lot lots been happening in the world in that past past 12 months hasn't it so well how, how how much has people you've said you've grown your practice out from eight to 40 people how why has the interest gone bananas for, for business agility in on the back of COVID? Yeah, good question. I think it's, it's a couple of things, right? Like you think about how people had to respond to that challenge. Um, and one of the biggest challenges most organizations face were how they shift their workforce to start working remotely, right? Um, it's a very big switch for organizations. Um, 
what did they do? They got they got a, a bunch of cross-functional people together from a whole bunch of different departments, gave them a goal. You need to get everyone working um, remotely as soon as possible. Um, you unencumbered them from the organisational processes that, and the, most of the organisations just got it done, right? So I think the challenge now the organisations are, are, are facing is, um, well, how do we take the lessons from that and how we responded to it and applied in a more proactive manner for, for greater business value. Um, that's one of the challenges. And the fact that it, it was it was disruption, right? And there's gonna be more disruption. So um, pandemic is just one type of it, but you've got competitors that are knocking on the door and, and stealing stealing your market share. So um, I think it, it's, it's not optional anymore. And I think people are starting to realize that. Well, some of the stuff I've been reading is like, all the stats about COVID fast track digital transformations, all this sort of, all this sort of jazz. But what you mentioned there, like it's no longer optional. It is, if you don't operate like this, you cannot survive in a world post COVID. Is that, is that your opinion? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, to be, to be, to be, to be really short and sharp. Yes. Well, Um, you heard Gillian McLaughlin. I've never heard any, any like CEO come out and say the word agile so many times when, when COVID first hit. And then now everyone's like Nathan Buckley saying it. How many yeah. press conferences are they saying the word agile now? Never. Well, and look, and, and you talk about Gil, that, that's, like, that's, that's exactly the intent of agile, right? It's being adaptive and responsive to change. It's not about doing stand-ups and sticking post-it notes on a wall. It's staying fluid to conditions because everything around us is changing. So you need to be able to respond and adapt to it. And I think the AFL actually did a pretty good job of that last year, to be honest. Well, you're the king of sticky notes. Are you disappointed that you don't have you got your a virtual Kanban going on out there? Or you got sticky notes at home. What are you What are you doing to keep track of your own shit? Uh, I, I, I use all sorts of things, mate. So yes, online online boards are good, um, but I have missed putting sticky notes up on up on a wall, mate. I uh, stood in front of a whiteboard the other day doing a whiteboarding session with someone, and I, I, it felt weird. It felt weird. I was I uh, forgot forgot how to write, mate, on a whiteboard. So. We had a session the other day where we went in and started meeting people in person. We haven't really done, like last year was so odd. Everything's been, we like re- reflecting back and this is our hundredth episode, but we, for the first like 75 ep- episodes, we pretty much were here. We hadn't left the house. We hadn't really yeah. gone anywhere different. We hadn't really met. Yeah, no. And then when you met like well, a couple of the, for, you know, in-person interviews that we done, I was like, do I look in their eyes or I don't even know how to talk to people anymore. Like I I've really lost this skill. So now I'm going through like every time I go to um, like the groceries, I'll go through not self-checkout. I'll go talk to the person. And just have a fat chat. Yeah. Well, cause I'm like, Oh, honestly, I've lo- I reckon I've lost it. He's just hoping they recognize him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the king of lawn. Hey, no. he goes through and when they, he scans his car, he's like, perfect. Do I need to sign anything for him? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, what about you? You've seen you were obviously our first guest, but there's been uh, lots of guests post your episode. 99, of, 98, 98, right? 99. Yeah. Has any of those ones still stood out? Have you had any favorites that have come on post? Have you listened to another episode besides yours? Or what? I've listened to mine a lot, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> now, they've been some good ones. Um, obviously, obviously, Angus Lovett, um, and Marcus Kellett were a couple of couple of lads that I know doing really good things. So um, they're probably a couple of personal personal favourites for mine. Um, I tuned into Hamish McLaughlin. I thought that one was pretty cool too. So they're, they're, they're my top three. Oh. King Kellett. Well, you, you thank, King Kellett. 
can't yeah, tell. We're going to start with King Khaled. He's a funny dude, and he? he's the king of Instagram, isn't he? And and boat parties, doing obviously. great things, doing great things with ampersand projects. That's it. Vodka soda rounds released a new can. Yeah, aluminium open mouth. It's ga- It's a game changer, isn't it? The can that can. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a game changer. It is a game changer. And Angus, Angus is doing. Oh, he's an interesting cat, isn't he? He's done. He's look listening back to that pod like. That $10 million budget for that hot air balloon that didn't fly. That was the funny, one of the funniest stories we've had on the pod, I reckon. Indeed. Yeah, he's uh he's got some good stories. You uh yeah, give him give him a few drinks and they all come out. But he's got well, yeah, he's he's done some really cool things on a very, very large scale. Next time we get you back on the pod, what's gonna be news in your world? What's your focus for the for 2021? Oh mate, I'm uh, I'm fully consumed in the on on the work front. So involved in a very large kind of global transformation, which is taking every waking moment uh, of my time. Um, but hopefully we can we can talk about other stuff, mate. Like my, my little guy's getting into Auskick and um, he's he's hopefully going to be dominating, and we can talk about that stuff and um, starting to to dabble in a little bit of crypto and, and stuff like that and. Um, just a whole bit of a bunch of randomness. So I've got to, I've got to do something to, ke- to keep uh, a variety in my life uh, apart from work. So um, maybe we can talk about all that randomness that, that I like to get involved in. Well, the 2K. Got something for, um, you got, got a little gift for Nelson too. Oh yeah, yeah. I bought a, I bought a, um, I, I know he likes his AFL cards and I got Fifey and Matty Rao. I don't know if he's got them, but. If he he literally to. got Fifey the other day and he lost it. He got Fifey yesterday and he, yeah, he, lo- he dropped his bundle. He was that happy. No way. Well, he's got so a good. spare one if he, if he wants it, it's all his, but. Awesome, yeah. man. He'll love it. He'll love it. Well, mate, thanks. Thanks again. I'm sorry that we, uh, yeah. we do apologize for the first ever episode. What for, mate? You've got to start somewhere. You got to, hey, but it is. You talk about we launching before you're ready, getting it out there and having a We've crack. got a bit of exactly. instant credibility with having this big cat on. I still remember a couple of comments on the LinkedIn post. I don't know oh who it was. Sean, Sean Clayton, I think it was. Wow, Nick yeah. Pulse. No, wow. they Good first get. And we were like, and we were like geez, we're going to keep doing this. We've got here we go. Here we go. Yeah. I'll no, sign a few autographs post. Oh, there think. was a bit of that, wasn't there? No, but guys, all credit to you. Um, you put yourself out there. You, you've tried something and you, um, you're responding and adapting and you, you, you're being agile, true to, true, to, true to the intent of agile. So keep doing what you're doing, guys. I'm, a, I'm your number one fan. Oh, well, thanks for being in our corner. We really appreciate all the help and support and all the texties back and forth. And, you know, your guidance is invaluable. We, we really appreciate it, honestly. And can I just put this on record? You are going to run through your 100 episode banner this week. Is that happening? We'll, we'll, we can make the trip to Warren Ponds. I haven't, we? I haven't run through a banner for a while. And I feel like... You know, been... AFL I, teams don't run through banners anymore, hey? Did what you know you... that? No, nah, surely they do. I, I don't think this year they run through banners. I don't think last did last year they didn't run through banners. I'm happy to run through one. I'm happy to run. I'll, I'll bring it back for sure. You, you're the <laughs> one who gave us the idea. We're going to do it. Uh, we'll shoot a bit of content for you this week. And... We have to make Please one do. first. My, yeah. I reckon I had under tens. Mum, mum had a banner for me. Kick, run, have fun. You know, that was the, oh, awesome. That was the, your mum thinking about the whole team. You know, yeah. what, what's going to be the catch cry on the banner on you on the banner? Oh. Like eat, sleep, pod, repeat, or something. Oh, <laughs> you are the caption king. And can we just um, can we take reveal under the mask who you are behind closed doors on Instagram? You are the what's the agile memes, isn't it? 
He is. You're he the face behind that, Joel. Man, he doesn't want that one published. He likes being that one of being under. Oh, the I wouldn't. Uh, you, you, it's out there now. It's out there now. He's like Banksy. He's you know? like Banksy. <laughs> Who's putting out all these? All I wanted to be. Cards? I wanted to be the Banksy of Agile, but hey, you just blowing my cover. Thanks, That's Mark. Right, hey, people, <laughs> people who the truth know. People who know the truth about Banksy know the truth too. So those who are yeah. uh, loyal, funny business listeners get to know a little secret. You know. There we go. All right, give it, give it a follow, everyone out there. Agile memes. <laughs> Uh, you're the man, huh? All right, thanks, lads. Now's the outro lock. Yeah, you're trying yeah. to you're trying to say thanks everyone for listening. Oh, well, you had, you, we hadn't even cut into Nick yet because I know you're very um you're very like you look at the time and you're very just all over it. I just don't I want to please you, mate. You know? <laughs> I'm a server. I'm a server. You're my boss. Oh. Yeah, no boss. I'll do what you say. Come. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm here on the Sunday reading the show that we struck. We've got to do this for the hundredth episode. But I'll tell you what. I, people are going to be listening. One thing I really love about um, doing this is does look how far we've come. I know we're going to do a bit more of a special when it gets to our first birthday. But the fact that we've already put out a hundred episodes and we've met uh, more than a hundred amazing people since starting this podcast, it's been it's definitely changed our lives. We're lucky and we've learnt so much and. There's some absolute gold nuggets all through these episodes, each, each individual one. The fact that they're so broad, different industries, all that sort of good jazz. Um, is a testament to ourselves that we can hold conversations. So and... good, 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 good on us and um, three votes, Al Bradford. It <laughs> feels a bit like, congratulate us. Well, you like it? <laughs> hey, the cover's pretty good too. He's, Locke's pretty happy with his work. I know he sent it to about... I don't know how many people have already seen it before the episode's gone out because he's just been so happy like a kid coming home to show their parents their, uh, oh. their finger painting he did. Put this on the uh, fridge, Mum. Look, Rob, I've got to see. I've got to see. Hey, if, you, if you've been listening this far... Thank bit, you. Yeah, thanks, but you're a bit stupid. And we, we, we want you to share it with a friend. We want you to share our podcast, our episodes, any, any one that you resonate with. Um, it really means a lot. We don't pump any money into ads or anything like that. It's all organic. So your word of mouth means a lot to us. Um, and we can't wait to, for the next 200, I mean, we feel so lucky and blessed that we got to meet all these amazing people. I feel like even if no one really listened, I feel like the fact that we get to meet these people and, and get a glimpse into their Heaps world. people listened. Yeah, they did. So when you say he, uh, no one listened, early doors, I feel mm. like there's a few episodes there as we're really building out. Uh, our audience and the people who are regular listeners of the funny business. But as Locke mentioned, it's, it's not just it would mean a lot to us if you shared and told a friend. That's actually how our podcast has grown. Um, it grows by our friends sharing this podcast as a recommendation with, with other friends in your circles. So if there's a snacks episode you liked, just share it with them, copy the link and send it over Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, text message, email. It doesn't matter how you tell them. You just go and spread the gospel of funny business. I like that. Yeah, I couldn't have said that any better. Thanks for helping me out there. Yeah, no worries. So, <laughs> thank you so much. Hundred episodes down. We love you very, very much, and we'll be back at you on. Oh, uh, well, we'll back at you tomorrow with snacks. Easy done. Love you very much. Peace. <laughs>